Okay, guys, welcome back to TK Talks. We've got a special, special podcast today. Why? Because we've got guys who are like number one in the game. They're from across the channel. And I've got guys, maybe you're not really familiar with them in the Middle East, but I am being on podcasts, looking at YouTube lately. Since I've been around Andrew Tate, I've seen these faces a lot. And I really did some research and I thought, well, they're in Dubai right now. Let's have some talks. And actually, we get along well. Why? Because we have one goal. One goal is to defend Andrew Tate's name. And I thought if Andrew Tate's close them, respects them, I have to respect them because he's a man of honor. So without further ado, I'm going to let them introduce you to themselves. And I'm going to let them say what they do, their names, and just let them get familiar with the Middle Eastern crowd. So we'll start this way with a man in the sunglasses here. Please tell us who you are and what you do for a living. I'm Sneeko. It's rumble.com slash Sneeko, banned on most platforms, but <laughs> Rumble is the future. And we, they just found a new decision with the with the case, actually. Did you hear about that? I think uh, Georgiana and the one are, are in house arrest now but Andrew and Tristan we all kind of expected that it was going to be extended I was just talking with um, some people behind the scenes but they didn't really even prepare for the fact that he could be released we know they're going to keep uh, keep him as long as possible but yeah I make my money through online courses through Rumble and a couple side businesses but I like to seek truth through funny and I stream every single day 8pm Nice. Uh, Myron Gaines, uh, one half of the Fresh and Fit podcast. Assalamu uh, alaikum to everybody, man. The Sudani is here. Uh, and I'm happy to say that here in the UAE. Um, yeah, uh, so guys, uh, former special agent with Homeland Security Investigations. I did criminal investigations for 10 years, uh, seven years as an agent, three years working as an intern with the agency. And then after that, became a YouTuber, uh, own a fitness business, real estate investor as well. And we run the Fresh Fit podcast. Uh, well, we help guys level up. Uh, number one men's podcast in the world. I'm happy to be here. And, uh, yeah, Andrew will be home soon, inshallah. inshallah. All right. It's your boy Fresh Print CEO, one half of Fresh Print Podcast. And I work in the shadows, man. I do real estate, invest in stocks as well. But for the most part, I network to get, to gain value, add value. And uh, the podcast is booming thanks to me and Myron around the world, adding value. And Andrew, man, free top G. He's innocent. I'm saying that through and through. Bless him, man. What's going on? Dylan Madden. You can find me on YouTube, Dylan Madden, Twitter, at Moneybag Lives. I make my money through email copywriting. I've also got a video ed editing agency on the side. And I'm a professor of the real world, which is like a business that's I partnered with Andrew Tate. A uh, longtime friend of Andrew and Free Top G. <laughs> okay, guys, thank you for coming. I know you've got a busy schedule. First thing I want to start. No, it's a pleasure. My pleasure. Mm -hmm. I'm new to this podcast game, right? I did it when I went with Andrew came to Dubai. I thought, let's start a new leaf. He reverted to Islam and let's get his message out to a different kind of demographic. Mm -hmm. I've had a demographic which follow me from tweets and my uh, sports background. But I thought I wanted to get another angle to him because I think Andrew's got that powerful top G kind of persona. But there's yeah. also a side I wanted the Muslim community to see because they were kind of judgy at first mm. regarding him. And being a Muslim, as Myron will tell you, once you revert, your previous sins are forgotten. And we, in Islam, it's also a sin to judge another Muslim. Yeah, some people forget that, though. Yeah. They forget it a lot, and I've had a lot of uh, vast debates. But yeah. before we get into all these deep topics, I think there's a lot of things to talk about. I want to ask you, what made you come to Dubai? Why are you all here, Myron? Let me start with you. Why are you in Dubai now? Well, um, for a couple of reasons. Number one, we want to support our guy, right? And I think it'd be really important to, as a show of unity to let everybody know that, hey, we stand with him. We know he's innocent, and we're going to let the world know that. And, you know, everyone's attacking him. You know, if you look on the Internet, everyone is like, oh, yeah, he's a he's a rapist. He's a human trafficker, blah, blah, blah. And I think, you know, people will, you know, run to the flock when you're famous and they can get something out of you. But where are they at when, you know, everyone's coming at you? And I think yeah. uh, more than ever, we need to stand together and really unite because this isn't just an attack on 
Andrew, Tristan, and Georgiana and the squad. It's an attack on everyone, honestly, because you can see right now, if people make false allegations on you, you can go to jail and have your freedom taken away with yeah. no evidence. So I think this is, you know, number one, to stand for our boy, but at the same time to stand for humanity because what's going on right now is a crime against humanity. So you guys made the decision as well, Sneaker, to fly over here. Because I know, Dylan, you're based here now because yeah, you're with here. the real world. Yeah. But you three actually flew here because you thought join forces, see some of the guys who are supporting him. What was the motive behind it exactly? Like, what do you want to get them? What kind of message do you want to get across? I mean, was it, did you feel like if you're limited in America, you wanted to be part of the, some of the team who are supporting him here? What was the cause for you to actually fly here without doing, I mean, you could have done Zoom, you could have done anything online. You could, you're doing strong podcasts anyway, all of you. I've been watching your things, you're defending him from far. What made you think, why, why, why need to be in Dubai? I've also just, for selfish, re selfish reasons, wanted to come here for a long time. It seems like all roads end up leading here. Yeah. This is the future place <laughs> to really be. Uh, it's, it's not the only reason. I, I, I've actually been considering moving here a lot since I came here. It's a great place, and I like the, the respect that people have for their culture and their religion and the people around. But, of course, being here and, and keeping the reputation alive because the amount of slander is, is ridiculous and mainstream media doesn't cover it. So we need to do it now. Independent journal journalists are the future. Nobody trusts and nobody really watches mainstream news anymore. It's, it's our responsibility to go and, and keep the truth alive because you can't expect them to do it. So podcasts and, and talking to people, these conversations are what keeps the, re the positive reputation alive. Yeah, we've I defended um, Andrew countless times. Yeah, on, many you times. know in Miami, right? Yeah. yeah, and for us it's like second nature. However, coming together here in Dubai with people that actually know Andrew personally as well, having that unity is important because it, the people need to see us together as one. Because what happens is, okay, you're over there, you're over here, but eh, you guys are separate. No, we're all together. Mm -hmm. We stand united. So my thing is like Dubai, of course, is beautiful. Never been here uh, myself. Like Nicholas said, coming here for the first time is awesome. It's amazing. Great place to live. However, seeing you guys, meeting people in person is totally different, bro. So yeah. that aspect is amazing. You can't, yeah, it, it's not the same. Like being able to shake a man and look him in the eye in person is not the same as like, you know, doing a Zoom call or whatever. So I yeah. think to get the 100% authentic person you need to meet them you need to meet them man to man yeah. face to face and have you know we had a lot of personal conversations behind the scenes yeah, that sure. obviously we can't bring to light here all of it but uh you know i think that also for me as a muslim as well i'm working on it trying to become a better one uh coming to a place like this brings me back inspiration being able to speak to people in arabic right and bringing <laughs> using that old skill set that i haven't used in a very long time it's like, like a whole new side of myron since yeah. we came here he started <laughs> yeah <to use laughs> hello, brother hello, <laughs> alaykum. like the brother word has come yeah. out a lot more i haven't heard him uh have that level of pride and <laughs> i could see him really appreciate the culture that's here it's so different from being in miami around a bunch of 304s all the time and around the <laughs> nonsense girl boss queen thing here myron's like constantly in a state of balding and stress <laughs> so seeing him around here it's just like talk to people and, and like oh yeah you make sense and agree seeing him agree with people is so rare because usually it's four hours of debating nonsense but yeah it's it's, it's cool a great see. place to be i mean dubai is obviously much different than the united states over there right it's very dangerous it's yeah. not safe here yeah. if you, you know what we were at the tailor earlier a guy left his nice shoes in his bag out on the street and fresh was like yo come grab it he was like bro this is dubai yeah it's like yeah. i was like you know He's that's right. awesome like you know you don't got to worry about anybody doing any of that stuff so um, and then also growing up in a Muslim household, watching my because my parents spoke to me in Arabic, I can understand and speak to a decent degree. And I was like, man, if I spent a month here, I'd be fluent. So it's really uh, enjoyable to be able to speak the language again and speak deal with people that are strong in faith. Because in Miami, we don't have any of that. You know, very few Arabs you'll run into. It's a very oh, yeah, Latin. Yeah. Place. Are there any mosques in Miami? There's a few, but like they're yeah. not like in the city. You got to kind yeah. of go and look for yeah. them. There's so. mosques worldwide, bro. We've invaded yeah. the whole world. Yeah, they're <laughs> everywhere. They're everywhere. They're but everywhere you got to go, yeah. go for them. You know, yeah. you're not going to hear an adhan all the time. So. 
Um, but no, it's it's really good to be here and get that feeling. And it's been a while since I've been in a Middle Eastern country. So yeah, yeah, I mean, I did a podcast with these guys the other day, Fresh and Fit. It's famous. On, look on YouTube, you'll see a lot with Sneeko there, Andrew Tate, all kinds of personalities, rap stars and. Uh, local sports personalities and it's funny ever since I did that there's loads of memes and uh, s people are tagging me in the Avengers and this and that it's funny like <laughs> they've all seen us all in one room everyone's going mad the internet you know Yeah. and it's good it's good in a way because it gives these kids there's a lot of fans out there to Andrew Tate who've never met him who are really taking it personal which is good as well it shows the love mm -hmm. for him and I'm getting so many DMs since that day saying oh you all you guys united this is strong silence the kind of like you know the cancel culture silence this so that's why I didn't realize until I finished and I saw this kind of feedback how important that was to sit there and sit with guys who are all on the same level, who are not brainwashed by media buyers, who are sitting there from a real unbiased view. I know we know Andrew, but we're sitting there looking at facts and unbiased. I'm the kind of guy, and I've, I think I've got to know you enough as well. If I see shit, I'll say it's shit. Right. If I see someone doing wrong, I say it's doing wrong. I call them up on it all the time. Same as Tate, that's why he's famous. And I think that was important, but I want to get back into some of you guys Myron, I want to delve into who you are before we get into Tate. Yeah, sure. You get you guys, your podcast get a lot of stick, <laughs> and it's funny. I thought Tate was like hardcore when I saw yours. <laughs> I'm not lying. I thought Tate was when I see some of yours when you're throwing girls. I was like, oh, I'm cringing. <laughs> Being from a Muslim background, first of you, do you yeah. get a lot of like? What does your family think of it? I want to know because I know mm, my background. What is your parents yeah. or I'm not sure if your siblings? What is your their opinion of what you do? Because I know a lot of the guests you have are not exactly the halal kind of women to have in a Yeah, no, they're definitely know? not. And and my my here, here's the thing, the crazy part is that my family's very religious. My my both my parents pray five times a day. My mom covers her hair. Oh, uh they're yeah, sure. they're they're mukmin man. So they're they're very religious. So for me, they kind of look at it like, you know what, you're gonna find your dean. You just you and, and you know it's funny because like something you know will hit a new milestone, a new goal, and my mom will text me and say, this is why you need to start praying. God's blessing you. Yeah. And she always gives me these reminders, you need you need to pick up the Quran, you need to read it. So and the thing is, is that, you know, as a, as a kid, right, you're like, you kind of dismiss what your parents tell you. Yeah. But as I've gotten older, right, everything my parents said is true. It was my mom. People say all the time, oh, you're a misogynist, you, you, you're terrible. But it was my mom that warned me against, you know, Western women and how they move and how they don't take care of their men or whatever. It was my mom that warned me. So everything they told me when I was a kid is coming true now. And it's funny because my dad always used to tell me, you know, you're going to thank me when you become older. And it wasn't until I was about 29 that I called my parents one day. I'll never forget. And I said, you guys were right. You know, now at 33, even more of so of what they say is, is becoming true. So, um, you know, Islam solves a lot of problems, you know, with the West. And I've known this since I was a child. It's just that, you know, I've done some haram things. You know, I'm not the best Muslim, yeah, but, I, you know, do. for me to acknowledge that it is by far the solution to a lot of the modern day's problems, especially with, you know, in the West going on, solves almost all of it. So no, it does. Like, I, I can understand <laughs> that. I saw one of your podcasts earlier where you said, it's your mum. I think you're with a lady in London. On the, uh, yeah. 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 She asked me, where'd you My get this thrilling? exactly the same, bro. My <laughs> mother's the same. She used to be like, you marry these Western women, these girls, they'll be sleeping with a plumber. She'll never cook for you. This <laughs> thing. You know, I'm like, yeah. relax. You know? like, yeah. When I was young, I used to have fights back. Yeah. Not that she's right. I mean, there's, we can't generalize, but as you, I'm the same. As you get older, my advice to all you kids out there is listen to your parents. Never disrespect your parents mm -hmm. as long as we're told that, especially your mothers, because they're so wise. Mm -hmm. And without knowing it, all our, us guys, not in a sick way. We want to marry someone who's got our mother's traits. Yeah. Every guy wants that. You know, you want a supermodel, but with a mother's traits. Because if you look at our mothers, my mother like raised three of us. No nannies, no maids. Our dads never dropped Chanel bags, Louis Vuitton bags. Our dads weren't like that, roses. You know, like uh, Muslim kind of guys are like very dung, dung, dung. 
made breakfast, took you to school, put you in sports cars, picked you up, slept, did all the washing, repeat, repeat. There was no trips to Maldives, yet they stayed there for the rest, I mean, with that guy forever. Mm. And I mean, not I'm saying women should do that, but we come from a generation of that, and when you're used to that, and you see women saying, I'm not gonna clean your clothes, or yeah. I'm gonna do that, no. Who are you? You can't talk, you know? Yeah. It's a bit of a shock for guys who are raising that kind of livelihood. So that's why I saw it with you. I want to ask you as well. You get, you guys are called misogynists. I'm, I've been, you know, this kind of new term everyone's using. But then also, <laughs> I'm going to be devil's advocate. Also, you're seen as a lover boy too. I see some of your podcasts. Guys are calling up saying, you say this, but you, you know, you're a lover boy too. So tell us, tell us why they say that. Well, I heard some of the convos earlier as well. He was well, make, mocking you for about a gift or I don't know. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm not that. You can get me back too. <laughs> funny, brother, funny. So I will say this, right, man? Um, so there's a method to the madness. And obviously speaking, we're two, two different people. And we go about it two, two different ways. My thing is, it's still the same result. However, my method is a little bit more, I would say, more uh, appealing. Because I like to <laughs> it say... It is more appealing. It is. I like to say, for example, you get, you, you get more bees with honey than you do with fire. So my thing is like, I'm going to come into the situation harmless, but in reality, I get what I want. Now, lover boy game, or as, as I said, lover boy, is nothing more than you being a gentleman, understanding, hey, I'm coming here with a purpose. And I'm going to make sure that you're happy as well, but me too. <laughs> I'm, I'm putting myself first. Pretty much, I come into it when I talk to women, for example, you know, I want to see what, what they're about, where their mind is at, and I give them great value. But I respect, I, I, I reserve the right to also, also gain as well good value back. So it's kind of like give and take, but my thing is like I'm doing it in a nice, cool, calm, gentleman-like way, pretty much. Well, that's cool. Because first when I saw your podcast, I was like, I saw it through Tate, and I was like, damn, this is crazy. I like, yeah. is this normal? Are these just like kind of no offense, like strippers or girls who are working girls? Yeah. But there is a problem in society. Like, I think some of your guests are like we don't see normal. These are kind of like extreme. Some of them, but there is a problem, and I think that young guys have this struggle. That's what I think Andrew Tate made a lot of waves because he identified to these young introverted guys how to be confident but I'm a bit older than most of you I'm in my 40s now and, um, I'm you're in your 40s? yeah couldn't fool me I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the no makeup either by the way I don't do that <laughs> but, uh, but I, I see it myself and because I'm kind of confident I've got experience I've been I was married once already second wife now I'm married again I've got kids but through time I've seen things and if you haven't got that confidence or some of these attributes they say like you guys push the delivery is different. Everyone's got their own delivery. But it's dangerous because the world now, through social media, I, I honestly think Mark Zuckerberg is one of the main reasons why women have turned into how they have. Mm. The day you could poke people on Facebook oh, is the day women got you. changed. In my opinion. <laughs> that's funny. Why? Let me tell you why. That's funny. Yo, that's facts. In my, no, days, that's facts. In my days, if you had a problem with a stuff like in my arm that you had an ex or whatever, <laughs> she'd cry, listen to Mariah Carey, maybe call a friend, send a love note. There was no other interaction. She'd get over it and then you talk and whatever is done. Nowadays, she's on a status. Auntie Joshua's poking her. Yeah. This guy's that. There's too much easy kind of like attention. Uh, attention there. And it's got women, not all, but it's it's made it harder for men. And it's so dangerous where men feel insecure and kind of like paranoid in a way. And I see a lot of men. I see a lot of guys. I have a gym. So like you guys have guess I see hundreds of thousands of guys coming through. Yeah. And women, I see issues. They're all happy. Hunky dory, they move to Dubai, the girl's getting popular, she's showing certain in Instagram images, he gets stressed, he gets paranoid, and just it, it implodes. Yeah. They're high off of it. They, yeah. they, they use attention as a drug. And you're right, that actually is the perfect moment when it shifted from the naturally strong man, like you're a fighter. Fighters used to be in charge, they used to make the rules. When Mark Zuckerberg added poking, that's when it shifted, and then the, the dweeb nerd, the, that's when the revenge of the nerds. Yeah 
that's when they won mm. because this guy was like probably not getting a bunch of attention stuff like that he, he actually made it from hot or not he was in school and college <laughs> and it was just facebook was created off the hot or not app which was tinder before it was tinder just where you could rate girls and then it gives power to people who have the internet to to rate and judge women like more than guys who are naturally more masculine so it took over and now the the naturally beta male runs the dating game and so when you monetize attention like that you see the results of it and a lot of guys are, they're not even really aware of stuff like this and i think that's like, like why books like why women deserve less <laughs> are, are extremely necessary because they they're getting they will never have to learn it's, it's actually mind-blowing how many women will never have to adjust their behavior or have to change until they reach the age where they they start losing attention where they can't get pregnant anymore, where they have to adjust just because of the fact that they're not getting attention from every single guy now. I go into this extensively uh, in this book, Why Women Deserve Less. And if you guys notice, I got like three different, like for the letters, one of them is the S with social media, which means giving them less attention on social media. And what's happened is men need to understand is that social media has kind of come in and given women attention and validation that otherwise would have been fulfilled by men in person. So since women get it now in an abundance, most women don't respect most men. And on top of that, most women don't like most men. So since most women don't like most men, they don't need most men. And if they don't need most men, what do they do? They want most men. Excuse me. They only want a small percentage of men since they don't need men anymore. So what's happened is a skewing effect where a majority of the women want a minority of the men. And social media has made it where they think there's a bunch of guys out there that meet these prerequisites. But the reality is this is like the top one or two percent of men but girls feel that they're entitled to this guy because they get so much attention on social media and dating apps it used to be a girl had to step outside be social carry herself in a feminine docile attractive way to get a man nowadays she could be at home put pictures of herself and since men are visual creatures she'll get likes comments dms, DMs yeah. i'll fly you out etc and that has a huge um impression on a woman's psyche and, and for all the guys out there that say well what are you talking about well let's go into a dream world right let's say you made an Instagram profile, you put pictures of yourself up, and girls start DMing you, saying, yo, I'll fly you out to Dubai. Yo, I got a party coming, etc." And you can go ahead and smash any girl you wanted. Well, you start to be picky too, right? You start to think that you were important. You would start to get annoyed when regular girls hit you up. You would only want the best and baddest girls hitting you up. You would no longer feel the need to self-improve. You wouldn't become a better man. You wouldn't go to the gym. You would just be exist. special yeah. you just des- you deserve it right <laughs> you you know your worth so you there's less incentives to you for you to perform bam that's the modern day woman that's why so many girls behave the way they do because they can mm-hmm. we don't punish them for bad behavior as i famously say and we don't hold them accountable for their poor decisions no matter how a woman behaves in the west she's rewarded mm-hmm. for it so what i tell guys is you need to stop simping that's simply what it comes down to but i agree with you 100 and it's funny that you mentioned the poke button on facebook that brought me back to 2008 but it did start there once women were able to get attention which is what they love through men on the internet it killed it for everybody else yeah i'll add one more layer as well so with facebook you mentioned a poke but messenger so imagine right back in the day you had your wife you guys are married living happily but then there's problems you know what maybe he doesn't take out the trash keeps the toilet seat up you know all that stuff happens she gets annoyed you know what Jerry's on my ass. I don't like him anymore. I'm annoyed. I'm bored. Fresh on, hits him up in the DMs. Yeah, go on Facebook. <laughs> she sees uh, uh, Terry from, from school. You know, the guy from the gym. Yeah, exactly. And Social then before media, you know yeah. it, it's like pen pals talking back and forth. You know what? Jerry's all the town. You want to come over? It's a wrap. But that, but the access that's available now is unlimited, bro. Yeah. Anybody. The girls have the leverage now because of social media. Yeah. So since women feel like they have the leverage and they can replace you faster than you can replace them, they behave in certain ways 
And unfortunately, these ways are detrimental to a relationship. They want to put pictures of themselves on the internet, have their girl nights out. And society, right, encourages this. Like, oh, he's not making you happy? Screw him. Go yeah. get another guy. If and you the don't music do it, backs it up yeah, in the yeah, West. Yeah, you right. got Beyonce, Sierra, etc. telling girls, be strong and independent. You don't need no All man, but they ladies, go back yeah. to their man. Yeah. yeah, all my single ladies, but Beyonce goes back to Jay-Z yep. and yep. her kids. It's just all <laughs> bullshit. But the thing is, what? Yeah. do you not find that men now have this pressure? They want to be like you. They want to be Andrew Tate. They want to be Cristiano Ronaldo, where they put on this fake persona and they like all their energy that maybe they're taking loans just to impress a woman, but it can also go against them. You know, like a lot of them, I feel, I know you guys are trying to train them and stuff and say, look, be confident. A lot of men find a quick way, like in Dubai, you see it a lot, unfortunately. Prostitution? Be, no, the guys, like they'll rent cars, they'll, uh, their Instagram's like this, but it's not them. And they'll <laughs> waste loans. Wow. Guys are in a, yeah, for, just for women. And the woman exposes it, she'll move on. There's always a richer guy. There's always a better looking guy. There's always a celeb. You know, Dubai, everyone's here. It's not like the States. Celebs are in clubs. No one's got security. It's safe. And uh, I feel like it's a downward spiral. And I'm not sure... This social media, in a way, is good because guys like us have platforms, but at the same time, it's dangerous. I've got daughters, I've got kids. I'm thinking, imagine it in 10, 15 years. What's, I mean, what's next? Even worse. It's, it's only going to be worse. It's going to be worse. It's like a zoo. What's the limit? I mean, you're going to meet just fakes. It's all about personas. It's all, I mean, no one puts reality on their social media. It's what they want you to see. No one's going to say, I've got a three inch dick, I'm shit in bed, <laughs> and I'm fat. You know, no <laughs> one's going to post that. They're going to post what they want you to see. Same Cards, as girls. The highlight reel versus it's the highlight reel. It's a portfolio. And the thing is, I don't know what is the end goal. Like, in a way, I wish there was no social media sometimes. Like, it's the old ways you could have, like, the old days. You could start podcasts or certain criteria or they should have to have, like, a curriculum to get on or a certain ideas or a certain age you have to pass a license because... For me, yeah. it's just getting disgusting now. Like, no, it's it's a funnel directly for OnlyFans now. If you, top, <laughs> it's, it's, no, it's, it's not. That's not even just a joke. The top no, the truth. Twitch streamers that make money from uh, OnlyFans, they just use Twitch to go and advertise their OnlyFans. They don't even make that much money from the yeah. streaming platform, but it's just to get those guys. We were speaking with a lot of guys today that you know do cam girl stuff, and they were telling us how they get the funnel. Like, how do they get a, a lot of their their, their clients, how do they get the people to pay all this money? It's from TikTok. They'll get a girl who doesn't even speak English. Yeah. She's from a European country and she's just there like dressing up and then TikTok, then they funnel it from directly from TikTok onto OnlyFans. And you see that kids use, every kid is on TikTok. This is all that they're scrolling. Look, two hours later, they're on a website, they use your credit card, they're what wasting about, like, your age money. Limits? Are there, does Twitch have any of that? Twitch doesn't have any age limit. It doesn't TikTok even, nothing, there's, there's no why, even if there was, like, yes, you, you have to click something, I'm 18, yeah. you just click it. <laughs> I've been 12 on the internet, like, you don't have to show your ID. Yeah. Yeah. TikTok, it's encouraged, it says like, are you over 13? That's it, check a box and you're in. It, there's no criteria Jeez, for I didn't realize so it was that bad. They're, they're actually encouraging uh, pornography for children on social yeah. media. This is the funnel now. This is the way to monetize it. Yeah. This is the future. I got one thing. Like, in my book, I talk about this exclusively, right? The Internet's effect on women. Yeah. And point seven on page uh, 30, no, point six on page 32, it goes. We should read this in school. Yeah. Uh, real talk. I'll go, real quick. I'll read it real fast. It says, the Internet provides a third way in which women can support themselves. Technology allowed women to earn a living through honest white-collar work. The welfare state allowed women, the people, to steal a living from the taxpayer. But the Internet allows women to transact their sexuality for men's resources without actually providing sex or commitment. Welcome to the simp economy. Whether it's OnlyFans, Chatterbait, Twitch, a sugar site, etc., the Internet allows women to essentially be on a global stripper pole for all the men in the world to see and throw money at. Unfortunately, this renders a significant amount of online dating to nothing more than a sales funnel to a girl's camgirl account 
While women may not be that interested in men, they're interested in money, especially if they only have to provide some digital substitute for real sex and love. Damn. So that's that's the world that we're in now. And girls know that men's innate need for sexual access is so strong that they will do whatever they can. So they what they do is let me leverage that for some kind of compliance. And in this case, it's money. And they've been able to do that effectively over the past two years, especially with COVID coming in and rendering yeah. everybody inside. People are more, lo- more lonely. And women are like, oh, time to make money. And I only foresee the simp economy growing. I don't see yeah, it going I, back because so many guys are so I, many guys I, I are addicted to men, porn. I blame a lot of these simps. It's, yeah, it's because it's of the men. Them. Yeah. They've saturated yeah. the market. Yeah. In Dubai, you had a different kind of simp. Like guys who had money come from nothing, like mm-hmm. like nerds or whatever. I don't like to use that word, but guys who are introverts. It's a great word. Yeah, nerds, <laughs> yeah. Chanel bags. The girls won't touch him. Here's this. Here's that. Here's a private jet to Maldives. They don't do anything. They, and they buy them all that stuff. Saturate the market. So a normal guy, he could have a six pack, good looking. He could have everything. She's like, yeah, where's my gift? All right, you're good, but he's safe. And this is what's happened in the market. Here. So normal guys can't meet normal uh, women. The guys are it's like, true. not all women are like that, but the majority when they when they're getting Chanel bag, would you blame them? No, you can't. Uh, you, you can't blame them. Like uh, the guy, for me, like for example. me, it's another way yeah. of prostitution. In my opinion, yeah. getting gifts. Just to entertain a guy, in my opinion, mm-hmm. it is a, it's a kind of a level of prostitution. At the same time, why wouldn't they do it? They're hustlers. Yeah, absolutely. Why are they not going to do it? And I honestly agree. It's not the women. It's the men who've made this. Mm-hmm. These weak kind of guys buying, like putting the women on a pedestal. Yes, if it's your wife, mother of your kids, like our mothers, there's women you can. If, if she's got to earn that. You know, you got to, yeah. she's got to be a good woman who's a soldier, rather die. You don't want her with 60 booty pics on Instagram, yeah. following 600 men. For me, the only men you're following is family members. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's it with your husband. That's like what kind of culture I come from. People say, oh, you're insecure. No, it's not. It's respect. You know, there's a certain respect yeah. a woman should have. And I believe good women do that. But I think these women who have daddy issues, there's something there where they have not been raised by a real man or guys have ruined them. Because I believe if you've had a real good, strong father figure, you won't be like that in the first place anyway, you know, as a woman. But yeah. See, and here's the thing, because Western women say that a lot of times, you're insecure, blah, blah, blah. No, I'm very secure and knowing how the world really works. And yeah. I know, right, that men give you attention because they have one goal in mind, to have sex with you. You're not that special. He's just my friend. Yeah, you know 100%. what I mean? There's no such thing as male friends. It's yeah. bullshit. No such thing. It's the biggest lie ever. But girls will, you know, say that to themselves yeah. because they enjoy the attention that it comes with. Because, you know, and we've talked about this with Andrew, too, like, there's really not much benefit to being platonic friends with a woman. Like, you're giving all the benefit. You're giving her that male energy, that masculine security. presence, that security, yeah. etc. And you're adhering to a lot of gentleman traits by being in the friend zone, but she's not necessarily giving you what you want as a man. But so many guys don't understand their mm-hmm. value and are okay with giving that away. You're being a traditional man while she's not necessarily being a traditional woman back to you, and you're wasting your time and resources with a girl that isn't even going to suck your dick. That's crazy. It's wild to me. I don't really blame the simps for acting this way. If you look at Twitch, they ban the word simp. You know, you can get banned just for saying that word on Twitch. You didn't what? know that, right? No. It's because yeah. they, they encourage you. They That's part of the economy. So they, they really are programming people. They need do. men to be weak. Have you seen that recent picture with Rihanna and her husband? I think I yeah. showed that to you in the car. Oh, Rihanna's yeah. the one leading over here. ASAP <laughs> Rocky's in the corner like yeah. that, hugging the yeah. baby. They want, to, they want to feminize the world. They want women to be in charge. And not because of women empowerment, not because of the feminist movement, not because women have suffered for so long. It's so that they can make as much money as possible. The elites, the people at the top, the people behind closed doors, is they get to go on an island and do what they want while we all suffer and deal with this feminist bullshit. Yeah, w- like, They don't believe in astrology, but yeah. billionaires don't believe in astrology. It's, it's, it's an agenda, like Andrew says, you guys. It's weakening men, weakening yeah. society. Yeah. Because just, you don't want alpha male around, strong men. That, that too. And the other thing as well is that people don't understand, and I talk about this in the book extensively, is that women are more impressionable by nature. Yeah. And when you lie, women buy. If you tell women, 
You know, instead of telling her she's a fat, raging bitch that needs to change her attitude and go to the gym, you tell her you're strong, you're powerful, <laughs> and love your curves, girl. Except. And, and they end up eating that, right? They're taking it. Literally. Loving it and saying, yes, I'm strong and independent, etc. And what's <laughs> their, what's going to happen? Well, they're going to be more likely to spend money and buy it because women control. control <clears throat> they're 80% of the consumer base and they control three quarters of the debt yeah. in the United States at least. So if you tell women, chase a career, make money, right? Be successful and, oh, yeah, you're special. Go ahead and spend this money. As an advertiser, I'm making money in every regard. Mm -hmm. And that's why feminism got pushed so hard in the West because when you double the labor force with men and women, well, now you could pay them less, can't you? Yeah. And you have a bunch of women chasing their career and they complain about the wage gap, et cetera. But what they basically did was you increase the work market, which means now they could pay you less wages. In the, the days of a nuclear family where the man goes and works and raises a family, those days are done because everything is up. And going back to what you were saying, as far as like average guys, it used to be you can be an average man and still get a beautiful, submissive wife that will take care of you and the children in the home. Those days are done because women make their own money. And since women make their own money, they want a man that's exceptional, better than them in every regard. So the only solution now for the average guy is to level up. Yeah. At this point now in time where we are dating-wise, modern society, guys that are below average or average are not going to get much at all. However, if you level up yourself mentally, physically, financially, yeah. you're now a prize and you're not an option. But back back in the day, like you said earlier, you could be a regular guy, yeah. 30K a year, busting it. Good blue-collar job, yeah. and you can you can really yeah. kill it and get a beautiful girl to be by your side. But nowadays, I, we've had on the podcast, girls don't respect guys that are blue-collar, which is ridiculous to me because they're the backbone of society. Yeah, we have guys that are 30-plus years old, virgins, bro. When does it happen? It's crazy, bro. A so so, ima so imagine... Well, if, you're, if you're a Muslim guy... That's the best way to be. Well, yes. yes. No sex before marriage. Well, yes. They're vile, know, they're vile cells. The yes. <laughs> but yeah, in, in, cells, in like. the Western world. But the, the economy that like you said is built on simps. However, however, I will say this. You know what's the best way to change someone's mindset from being a simp? Live the lifestyle that they really want to have. And eventually, when they have issues, they have problems, damn, my, my, my brother's like me, my dad's like me, but this guy over here, he's living the life that I want to live. How's he doing it? He ask questions. They watch your, 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 your content. And then before you know it, you know what? I'm going to follow this guy. But once again, you can't force somebody to change. They I, want to I don't change. blame them because all the media is pointing in the direction yeah, exactly. of the wokeness. It's, it's not their f like yeah. You're supposed to go and seek out this information actively. You need to want to change in the first place just to even seek it out. But if you look at all the people that are actively fighting like this conversation, you know how many people it's going to piss off? Yeah, you know of how many course. people are going to yeah. go and like stalk our pages and try to cancel us, like look at our past and try to like demonize yeah, us, yeah. make us seem like bad people? This is just the effect that a positive message has we're like straight up telling guys like you have to level up now you have to work harder than men have ever had to work before and so many people there's probably two to three times more people that are gonna say like oh these wannabe alpha males these toxic oh you're using you think god is good like what do you islam is misogynistic because like women have to cover their heads what do you mean that's it, yeah i mean that's the really West, the effect that social media has so, so you can't blame them for being simps when everything is pointing them in that direction yeah, i want to get into that because for them empowering is shaking your ass being independent uh having many men Showing their butthole for yeah. three ninety nine. Yeah. That's empowering. empowering. Only fans. Plus tax. But, but being being backward is covering yourself. Being modest. And if you speak to like a lot of Muslim men, and I remember I saw it, uh, an American sheikh, Sheikh Khalid Yassin, once said, they were saying, "Why are you covering?" He goes, "Listen, will I give you my pin of my bank account? Why? Because it's precious to me. Why don't I let you know my uh, number for my safe?" Our women are pearls, our diamonds. We, it's for our eyes only. Why do we want to portray to everyone good else? Good point. Mm. I'm the really same. good. Before I even start getting deep, sis, I'm the same. Like, it's not I'm a, what's the word they use? Oh, you're a, 
Misogynistic? No, no, when you're really, not, you're territorial about a woman. Possessive. Uh, Possessive. Yeah, or controlling is the other stupid one. It's not, it's, it's, we see it as ours. I, for me, she's for my eyes only. Yeah. Dress up for me. Well, I don't possessive doesn't have to be a bad thing. Well, there, no, yeah, there's a good version it's, of it. Yeah. It's, 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 it's called protective. It's how they say it. Yeah. It's how they, they say it in a way yeah. you're like, you're some psycho Negative. Ted Bundy. Yeah, Negative, yeah. yeah. But for me, when I see guys letting their woman pose in bikinis on Instagram, she's everyone's girlfriend. Yeah. Someone doesn't like that comment. Yeah. That's everyone. Everyone's seen her. What, what's precious for you? Yeah. You know mm. what I'm saying? So when it's your wife or the mother or kids, you, that's for you protect. So when a man, when we say cover, it doesn't mean we don't say you have to do this and the whole thing, uh, the niqab. We're saying privacy, don't post her a lot. It's for your eyes only. And they think it's a bad thing. So the West pushes the agenda. That country's backward. They're making women cover all this and that. The Muslim world, the hijab, the husband. You know, They think women don't choose to do themselves. They choose to in this region. So they're pushing this agenda where shaking your bum, being independent, going out, being wild is good. So I've noticed that in the media a lot. And it is creeping to the Middle East. You'll be shocked. It's creeping. Wow. It is creeping. Yeah, no, it is. It is. And, I, and I'll say this too, because when women, because women tell me this, as you guys know, on our show, they come in, oh, you're controlling, blah, blah. I tell them, no, I'm not controlling. I'm in control of my life. And with the girls that I let in are not hoes. Here's the thing about the West. Girls want to dress like hoes, talk like hoes, suck a bunch of dick, behave like a hoe, but not be treated like a hoe. And the reality is, if you behave a certain way, you deserve to be treated that way. Yeah. You can't run around in a hooker's uniform and get mad when someone thinks that you're a hooker. And what women don't understand is they want to be able to show their ass on the internet, be promiscuous, etc., and get the same respect as a girl that's modest. And the yeah. reality is, as a woman, you must preserve your value. And girls don't understand you can't have it both ways. I agree. Like, yeah, like <laughs> your terminology. These guys know I'm not used to it now because I'm like, oh my bad. But no, it's, it's cool. It's <laughs> keep it real. But I agree. There's many, many, and I want to reiterate, a very good women there. And I've, I know many. Um, I've seen many. My friends are married to. I'm married, I've got daughters, and I'll raise them as, you know, as princes and knowing what's good and what's not. But you're right, there's a certain criteria, there's women who portray a certain image and they wonder why I'm not getting that. I mean, you've got ex-porn stars in America, motivational speakers, like, what's that, uh, Lebanese <laughs> Yeah, one? bro. Bro, for me, it's stuff for a lot, like, it's shocking to me, like, you, who are you, you're a porn star. <laughs> yeah. I don't call it star, you're a porn actress, whatever. Like, that's the lowest of all low. Yeah. And you're trying yeah. to give motivational speeches to kids. Are you mad? Like, it's like a, a drug lord doing it to a man. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's the same thing. I, we, I don't want to like applaud it. I, I applaud hard work, like you said. Blue collar for me is hard work. I used to see labor workers when I was younger. Black cab drivers in the UK. I respect a man who works hard for his family. I don't care what house he has. If he's working hard and his kids and family have food in that fridge, that's a man. You know, respect. But they don't appreciate that more. They want to see the man with a first class flight tickets or the nice cars. Ferrari. It's good to achieve that as men, but you shouldn't achieve it just to impress a girl, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Do it for yourself and she should respect you whatever you have. And it's hard for men now. That's why I understand. Before I didn't get your language, I was thinking, what, what's this all about? But I get it now because these men, if they don't level up, bro, they're going to be left in the gut with nothing. Yeah. yeah. With nothing. And I see it now. I mean, in the gym, you see it more. You know, women are coming, looking good, training. They're looking for the buffest guy, but then the guy's got no money. Ah, I'll go for that guy over there who's got the money, the sheikh here and there. And I'm thinking, these poor guys, like, wh when can they win? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you're part of this real world. And, yeah. you know, like Andrew, I've known him for many years. And he tries to make men level up. He gives courses on what to do. And, like, can you tell us, majority of your clients or members, yeah. are they kind of like introverted kind of people who come on there, like to start uh, yeah. seeking confidence or what? Yeah, so a lot of the students I've got in my own campus, I've got about 90,000 students, uh, which is a lot of people. That's a lot uh, of and I've brought in a, a bunch of people to help me manage and all that, but I'd say I've got a lot of kids that are like 14, 15, 16, super introverted. 
They have no idea of how reality is, obviously. And so for me, I'm almost like an older brother to them. Uh, but then I've also got a range of guys, 21, 22, 25, super introverted, don't understand how to control their mind. They don't understand the value they actually bring to the world. So a, a huge part of my job, one is fixing their mindset, because uh, like Andrew fixed my mindset like five, six years ago. So helping fix their mindset, teaching them how to speak better, because I used to stutter back in the day, posted a video on my Instagram the other day. I, it was so cringe. Like hearing my old self talk, but I was like, no, I've got to show people. But I used to have, I used to speak terribly. I was super introverted and all of that. So I can relate to those kind of people. So for me, a lot of it's teaching them how to speak properly, how to breathe properly, fixing their mindset. And then we get into the money side, because that's the only way you're going to achieve anything in this world is money. So teaching them how to build up a skill, whether it's video editing, whether it's email copywriting, literally anything. I've got like, what is it, 28 skills right now that we teach. And I teach you how to sell it. Then I also have like, let's say you need like $500 this week. Maybe you're under 18. I also teach you how to do flipping because that's how I used to make money back in the day. Mm -hmm. uh, I've got some other side hustle courses. And then I create a support network uh, around like resources, various chats. I bring in other experts to help as well that I've personally trained. So I've basically got everything covered within my campus. There's other campuses as well, like an e-com, crypto, copywriting. But for me specifically, five, six hours a day, bro. Like I'm talking to people in the chats. I'm doing the, I've got something called Ask Dylan. I do two to three lessons every single day where I record video lessons for people. And yeah, it revolves around, they are introverted. They aren't very confident in themselves. So I'm giving them that voice, teaching them how to speak, fixing their mindset, giving them the skills. And then from there, they start getting money. Like I've got a 14 year old kid who makes, what is it? 1500 a month. Wow. Literally cutting nice. grass. He, he was about to quit. I was like, bro, Here's, let's talk. And I got him in the DMs. We started talking. We put together a plan. 14 years old, making that kind of money. Well, when you, uh, part of this, like yeah. I want the audience to know, you do that just to, all of you guys, when you say level up, to level up the man just for life itself or for the for the due reason to get a woman? I mean, what is your, what are you trying to do to level so, up just for yeah. society itself? Yeah, I mean, for me, I used to be like 275 pounds. I was a loser, couldn't get laid, couldn't do any of that. Like it was, I was like a complete different person. So for me, I, I killed that version of me, became who I am now. Like Andrew calls me Moneybag Madden. I became that guy. So for me, a lot of my inspiration and motivation is like, if I can fucking do it, if, I don't know if I can cuss. If I can cuss, do it, yeah. okay, if I can fucking do it, you can too. So that's like a huge part of my quote unquote job as far well, you, as you want the men to just level up, be level up individuals, be better individuals not for your family. I don't even do that's the wrong that. strategy. Not it's about your family. To tell a man how yeah, to train friends. to get a woman. I yeah. think that's the wrong yeah. way. I think just making a man stronger and better. Yeah. He'll learn himself how to get, in my opinion. Yeah. It's, it's not about the girl thing for, in my opinion, that's a byproduct. Like I've got a very good lady in my life and it's because I've got, I'm a high value guy. I've built myself. So that's a byproduct. You need to be focused on building yourself as a man, building your mind, building your body building your skill set and being a beacon of positivity for the people around you like your family your friends etc and then all the other worldly stuff comes to you so that's for me personally what i, I think you should be building the success for uh what about you bro yeah uh it's very similar to what you're saying uh my thing is more like okay cool if i'm gonna live this life live the best life possible and how can you do that for your family and yourself work on yourself like i said like i mentioned earlier fitness mindset as well as money as well you can actually be a foundation for your family now, that being said, obviously you want girls. However, if you put this first as your purpose, you know, become better, become a better man, by default, you're going to attract women to you, one. And two, when you go to talk to women, they respect you. The biggest thing that was respect because most girls don't respect most men. So that's my big thing here on that. Yeah, I mean, I'll be, I won't be as nice about it as these guys, I guess. <laughs> They've said it very politely. Um, 
I, I, I tell guys, you got to get the money, get the status, get in the gym, be more attractive. Not for the girls, but so that you don't tolerate the bullshit that inevitably comes with the girls. And yeah, what happens right. is, is when you become an attractive guy all around holistically, what happens is you have far less tolerance for female fuckery. Cause, and when a girl does do stupid shit, you can look her dead in the eye and say, get the fuck out of my house. And that's very powerful because a lot of girls aren't used to that. A lot of girls aren't used to being told no. A lot of girls aren't being used to, uh, used to being told leave the house. I'm not interested, etc. So when you're able to do that and walk away, now you have the power. And the problem is that most guys don't have that power, so they tolerate fuckery from women. Yeah. So I tell them, become successful, be the best man that you could be, so you pick the girl versus she picks you. Because when you pick the girl, you have the leverage. She's chasing you. When she's chasing you and likes you more than you like her, guess what? Magic happens. She starts to respect you. Mm -hmm. She values the relationship more. And most importantly, she's fulfilled. Because when a woman feels like she's chasing the man, well, the doubt is gone. I got the best guy because I'm ch constantly chasing this dude. Other girls want him. He's successful. People respect him. I want this guy. That's why women respond so favorably to status. But that status comes from you creating something and not being, not tolerating her fuckery. So that's what it comes down to. I wouldn't tell guys to go and chase a bunch of casual sex because ultimately, like we all know, it's a, it's a, it's a waste of time. Like the point of sex is procreation, and I think a lot of it for guys that are angry i think when you get into the simp world and like you become an incel and you're, you're watching porn and you're paying for only fans and women are constantly like walking all over you like i've seen it man like these guys get like red pill rage like they they get extremely upset they get mad at the world they don't know what's wrong i get these long messages and emails of guys like oh this girl this right and they they find different ways to cope and it makes them extremely upset so i think the biggest part is for them is realizing that they need to have the ability to get a girl. Like once they get over that that mountain, once they just realize, and that's not like the biggest crux in your life, when you're a virgin or when you're an incel or when, when you don't have water, the number one thing you need in the world is water. You're, you you need yeah. it, you, you walk three miles in, in the beating sun just to go get a little, but for when you have a bunch of water, you don't even think about it, it's normal. So mm -hmm. for guys that don't have that, and when they're starving for it and they're seeing other people, especially on social media, like comparison is a thief of joy and you're seeing guys succeed, you're seeing, uh, everybody like you're seeing celebrities all the time it can it can make you extremely upset so I would say just level up your life and every other metric do it for yourself do it to create something do it to become the best person you can be but this is it's ultimately a waste of time you do it for entertainment and you do it because yeah. it satisfies the ego and also like chasing the flesh it, it, it's it's fun of course like it but it, it's dopamine it, it's a drug at the end of the day like the recreational sex and, and spending time with girls like this is, is a vice like anything else 100% like I had my haram days and for me I call it the hour after shower they're all the same like she can be a Megan Fox or whoever's popular now everyone's gonna get used to it it's like a car you have a new nice car after two months you want a new one I think the main aspect for me is faith and have, being content as a man you should be content with your life and know your goals in life and your purpose of life and that's what, hence why I'm very close in Islam because you're gonna be a headless chicken you're gonna be running there's always gonna be a, a woman more money, there's always gonna be a guy, then you become very competitive with other men. I want what he's got, I wanna be him. Like you see, I see a lot of these uh, YouTubers trying to cuss the Tates now. One guy, I don't know who he is, saying, he copied me. I saw some guy from England saying, Tate, I don't know who he was, but like everyone's jumping on the bandwagon now. It's funny, but that's just human nature. For me, I honestly believe, I think Myron, you could be massive in the Muslim Umar as well, if you brought like that faith aspect to it, because I think that a lot of these guys, you could teach all of this, but still, for them to need that in the first place, they've got something there. It's like a want of, they need someone to be around them. These kind of guys have that little weakness. It's not a weakness, it's just kind of introverted thing where 
they'll get to that point they want to know what's next yeah. what's next you see a lot of celebrities that have the women the money the fame yet they commit suicide yeah you think why why you you're a celebrity you, they have these mental issue mental health issues and i feel bad for them but they have they don't know the concept what's next in life they can have the solomon gomorrah orgies bisexual this sexual asexual whatever they have the women they have the privileges they have everything Everywhere they go, they're like sun and grass, but then they're still not happy. And that's, they're not content because they don't know what the purpose of life is, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. They think, all right, I've achieved everything, what's next? What is, private jet done it? Submarine done it, what is next? I remember I said to Andrew, and he was like, that's why I became Muslim. He said, he goes, I've, I'm bored of women, and I've, like, I work all the time, I don't really need money, he said. That's why he became close to Islam, because there's a purpose in life. We're all born for a reason. And I truly believe when people identify that, that's when you become content and you don't, women, nothing can phase you. You have a goal like your business, you're building this, building your family. You want your family to live good, all in nice high rise apartments or houses. And I, I, in my opinion, until you have that faith or content what your purpose in life is, you'll never, you'll never be truly grounded in my opinion. I think every soul, whether it's Christianity or Islam, but until you're truly convinced of a creator and there's a reason why we're put here, this creation which is so powerful, I mean, they made us have a nose over our lips so we can smell elbow joints so we can bend and pick things up to eat yeah. like it's so perfect the creation it's not from big bang the yeah. creation's too perfect for that i mean any atheist who says that is flawed but once you identify that and then identify what's the purpose of life there's a creator and what is the purpose of this creator bringing us to life then you go through the religions and which one's the most perfect and flawless one that's when i think you're really grounded in my opinion like and i was i was running around doing haram stuff like the money this that wanting the status I had to fight professionally you'd win some you'd feel on top of both you'd lose you feel like killing yourself it's like the bad guy you know I'll be, I won't be the ones dancing in the clubs I don't know you're like the woman, ladies man I'll be the one like trying to be like you know you get those clubs acting tough it's like who am I there's always a tougher guy you know what I'm saying there's always a bad guy you, you know I mean you'll see a, the gangsters around there's yeah. this who am I I'm like that what if Mike Tyson walks in the club or what if this guy walks in the club so there's always someone bigger and better but then I thought you get to a point where for my life it's just to be the best I can as a Muslim raise my kids like that and run my household in that way and when you give off that energy you actually receive it as well mm -hmm. and I know what you're doing you guys are doing a great job but I think when you're also around that kind of crap it's around it you, as well. you it pulls you in it pulls somehow you in. I used, that's why I stopped clubbing do you think that you need to get it out of your system because everything you're saying with I agree with and I still know that I'm going to leave this podcast and commit more haram. Like, I'm going to go and actively chase more casual sex. Saying. I'm going to go stand in the club. Saying, but I'm going to have a drink. Time. Like, it's the same thing. Like, you, you said that you've committed haram in the past. And Andrew, he got it. He reverted to Islam after becoming bored with women. And after getting all this money and after chasing all this stuff. And now it's like, okay, what else? And I guess I'm going to have to find my faith. And especially I've been talking to... Um, uh, sartorial shooter and he, he was saying the same thing like in his 20s he had all the testosterone he was constantly running around in, in Kiev and different places and, and he, f he finally realized that he needs to settle himself and he doesn't need to do that but do you need to get it out of your system or can 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 I I'm 24 and for the guys listening to this do you think that it's the best time for them to find their faith now or is there even will you reach that higher the highest status if you indulge a little bit and, and chase some of these worldly pleasures of the world like, is that going to help me level up more? Like, comparing myself to other people and I know being in saying. the clubs? I know what you're saying, but I think, in my opinion, get close to God earlier. Because mm. why? Sometimes it can spoil you. If you're used to this kind of crazy lifestyle, it's going to be very hard to be normal with a woman. You're, you're used to a certain thing. I know we have, you can have multiple wives, whatever, but some of these places, you get, 
I don't like saying stuff like you meet some women who are so freaking disgusting that it ruins your normal affectionate thing with a normal woman. Like yeah. some stuff like I don't want to say this, but women like being urinated on, beating up. Like you really want a wife who wants that? <laughs> yeah. You want a wife who's gonna kiss your kids with that lips? You know what I'm saying? Like De Niro said, like Oh uh, Kelly. Yeah, that, that stuff is like the world's just gone sick now. Like to the point yeah. where women like this kind of a, like hardcore. We were speaking on your podcast the other day about this stuff. So. And also it spoils you to a point where it's hard for you to be in a level. I think really the best thing is don't try and get out. You never will. There's always another one. Yeah. There's always another car. There's always another money. And like, I don't know you guys so well, but when I watch you, when I sometimes watch your podcast, even so I can see you're already fed up of it. You trying to get a message around. You you see, you look like, you sound like me what I was like five years ago, yeah? yeah. But at the same time, you're so angry because you're, you're in Miami, so you're <laughs> like I take you to say it's no, it's godless. But at the same time, <laughs> I honestly believe when you live that whole life, it, it, it attracts that good energy, and you'll find what you need. Look, as Muslims, you're allowed for wives. God knows how we're built as men, what our instincts are. That's why it's like that. But would, would the show be as entertaining if we weren't engaging in? debate like this if it wasn't upsetting if there wasn't an emotional aspect if everything was positive and we're sitting there with all these women and we sit around and do a prayer is anyone going to want to watch it's like not, it's yeah, ca- it makes it better to watch and that, yeah, but then that the sam smith can say that though connie sam smith can say the same thing hmm. no but he doesn't like the the negatives the negative yeah but then it's like there's no limit yeah I see you, what you're saying. you know like this if we're going to chase that entertainment what's next like a gay orgy for it's, it, there's no limit to it. Like, you there is you no become an actor. Uh, yeah, you become yeah. that for it's me. A rabbit hole. Yeah, for yeah. me, like honestly, uh, you guys, whatever you guys are charismatic for a reason. Whatever you do will be successful. Whether it means, like uh, for example, on Myron, you guys, your your reach starts challenging guys to level up. Also, looking for God, it'll go boom. The real world too. Yourself, it takes people like. I get DMs. I'm not even like in that celeb influencer world. Mine's a different kind of angle. But my DMs of like, since you're one, I'm getting guys, send me the Quran, send me this, I love what you said. I, I've, I used to hate Muslims. I think Christianity was because, but now I see how, it's not an offensive way, the Christianity have like delved away from religion no, and did. accepting everything. I've been like, speaking yeah, a lot no, about I'm gonna say, yeah, yeah, we'll go yeah. over this. But, yeah. And I'm like, wow, like people are lost there. They're thinking, and it's a never ending hole. I've been there, bro. It's like, well, I, when you truly believe there's a creator, and when you truly believe, and I know for a fact, what is meant for you is meant for you. Myron could be a billionaire, billionaire tomorrow. I could be broke tomorrow. That is, I know, it's from God. I'll work my hardest to be what I can, but whatever's meant to be will be. When you are meant to die is when you're meant to die. That day's written. Whether it's cancer or did it, a car crash, a plane crash, a heart attack, that day was meant for you. Who you're going to marry, how many kids, whatever. Once you know that, you're content. Whatever I do in my business, I know I've done my best. I'm working. If it's going to come to me, it's going to come. It's not, it's not. That's a good point, and that yeah. truly is, once you have that contentness, bro, nothing matters. I swear to you, like, Bro, some girls think I look like Shrek, but I got women like that. It doesn't mean it's not like any. It's charisma. You've got the charisma. You've got the confidence. It's easy to have the women, but what kind of women do you want? Do I want a woman who thinks, oh, because he owns that business or he's popular on the gram, he's got blue tick? I don't care for that. I want a woman who's, you know what? I like how you think. I want you to be the mother of my kids. I want you to be the leader, raise us like a household, and then my goal is for my kids to get married and raise kids that way. Lineage. I want my religion going on for years. I don't want to die stuff. My, my only prayer every night is my kids are raised as good Muslim queens and I'm alive to see them married. Then, khalas, I can go. I just want to see them, make sure I'm living that long because I know how hard it is without daddy figures. And I've seen it a lot. So for me, I believe that's 
so powerful and I think in the society now with so much crap everyone's godless and that's why these people are stressed cocaine addicts people run to these vices because they have nothing else it's their god stuff mm -hmm. like that is yeah. alcoholics their escapism minds praying I've had hard times too like me and Andrew speak for hours I had very bad times a few years ago and if it wasn't for God I'd probably be in jail I swear to you so not that I'm a criminal but just for reacting to certain things so I truly believe that's a thing and I believe you guys are at a point where like uh, Andrew was cancelled but him reverted to Islam it wasn't set up took him to another league he got another and I'm not saying do it for a fan base but you bring that aspect to it I swear to you you'll see rewards where you'll feel even better it, that's just my opinion you don't have to agree I like everyone this is why we're sitting here but uh, for me I don't think there's a thing where waiting to get out of the system but God forbid you die tomorrow you can imagine you dying in an orgy Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I used to get scared when I was in my worst time. Like, like you guys are like handsome, young, and in shape. And I know you're in Miami. You know, I, I know. I, you have to tell me. You know, I don't want to tell the kids go there. I've been there. The Cuban influx, Latinas. You know, like every guy. But I used to say stuff like, imagine I die. Imagine your mother. <laughs> no, no, really. You're almost. Uh, your mother sounds like mine. Imagine her coming to identify your body, and you're there. Stuff like with an erection in an orgy. She would, bro, this, that is, for them, uh, in Islamic religion, humiliation for life. Yeah, you'd rather you die, die, you die, you'd rather die in a murder or a gang fight than that. You die as a kafir. Yeah, yeah it's just. What does that mean? Uh, uh, non-believer. Like, non-believer. I don't know, but it's just, yeah. what way to go? And I used to think that, imagine this life, imagine God forbid I die in that. Mm -hmm. You know, so you never know, tomorrow never comes, I could leave now and die. You never know. You know it's funny? We'll never see each other again. See, you didn't even know, but you already knew. That, that's what mom, my mom's biggest fear is. Because yeah. I die as a kafir. That's yeah. what, literally, she says it all the time. You've got to pray. You have to find your deen because you don't want to die as a kafir. She tells me that all the time. Tomorrow's never grind. Look at Andrew. Yeah. I w we were sitting here downstairs. I'll show you after Shisha spot. Watching the football. Next thing you know, he's planning to come for New Year's. And between us, he was planning a mega boxing fight. We'll speak off the record. Yeah. Next thing, boom, my phone's got a notification. I was speaking to that four hours before that, arrested. God forbid, stuff like something bad happens. You don't know what is. I have all kind of bad feelings because I know how corrupt they are, whether they put me in a public jail, pay someone off to get rid of him. You don't know, you know? And over one night, your life changes. I've got a, a coach here. I've got that memorial out there of his picture. Young kid, 30 years old. He was holding pads. He was at an event for us December. Had back pain. He couldn't fix it with any physio. Finally, he had stage four cancer, died three months later. Bro, 32 years old. Whatever, yeah? So he never comes. So that's why, for me, always be ready always know it could be a last day so when you're there give a good message even if it means smile at someone whatever you never know what someone's experiencing but you guys have got this platform which is massive I saw use it in a good way as well like you're doing a good thing but I think sometimes really what you brought there show them spread I don't do it I don't get paid yeah I put my I, life I brought it. this it's the truth. <laughs> I brought give, it yeah, yeah. just spread the message you've yeah. done your deed because we this never know when it comes yeah, and so. like your mother like they yeah. raise you well because you speak educate and stuff Always think of other people because when we go, we leave a lasting impression. And yeah. your parents worked hard to come to America, probably or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They came for in the eighties. And the culture yeah. of their back home, you know, we've got a lot of responsibility. So that's my opinion. A lot of stuff, and yeah. you shock them. And you can have fun, fun <laughs> a good wife. You can have fun. You have success. God knows what your next chance. But that's my always advice to everyone. Like, I'm no scholar, nothing. I make more mistakes every day. I sin. I swear, I act like that. But for my opinion, like without God and faith. The, you're empty. That's some good advice, man. And um, it's funny because my grandmother always tells me, like, you know, get right with God because you never know. And it's like, well, just so you know, just for context here, half my family is Christian, half is Muslim. So I'm always fighting between the Christian side, a Muslim side. And I believe they're they're both right in their own ways. It's just like 
me personally is like okay eventually I do, I do need to find God so that's the ultimate uh, end result so now Dylan I want to get into it. so you've brought the Holy Quran here which is great yeah so you're a practicing Christian so what's made you look into the Quran yourself do you, do you feel Christianity has got some flaws uh, yeah that, for me I actually picked up my first Quran I was like 12 13 years old back in America the librarian saw me and like freaked out like took it from me and Whenever I first came to Dubai back in 2019, I was at the Mall of Dubai with a friend and the call to worship came on and all the American propaganda got activated. I was like, oh snap. But then I lived in Qatar for about nine, 10 months and started talking to some people there. So it kind of started, I guess, being generated from that. Uh, as far as like Christianity, there's so many, and Sneeko, you're way more like well-versed in what's going on in like pop culture and all that type of stuff, but like, I see every day on Twitter, because I'm starting to actually, I, I try to live in a bubble, but I'm opening my mind because I'm really studying like Christianity, Orthodox Christianity, Islam. It seems that Christianity, it, Christianity and Islam are really the only two solutions to guide the world back to where it should be onto the right path. But it seems that Christianity is starting to fall. They, they believe too much and turn the other cheek and they're becoming a little too welcoming, open, like open to just anybody. So open, in fact, that now they're becoming a part of the world. Like I saw, I think it was the Church of England. They had some like trans person. They have drag queens. Yeah, drag queen, like a pastor or something. Yeah. So in America, they'll bring in like, and I'm not anti-gay by any means, but they try to like super push that into the church and just time and time again. But then when it comes to Islam and this, like Andrew gave this to me like like the day that he left, like he gave this to me. He was like, I'm not pushing this on you, but you might like this. Just look at it if you feel feel needed or feel the need. So I actually started reading this about, I don't know, a week ago. And I started talking. Do you know The Dean Show? Yeah. Yeah, I got on his show. He's been hitting me up on WhatsApp, and we've been going back and forth. And I've actually been studying. And Islam seems to be, and once again, I'm like you were saying, I'm, I'm not a scholar either. I'm literally just studying. It seems to be one of the only things that gives you not only this, but then what is it called, the Hadith? Yeah, you've Haditha, got the, yeah. Haditha, you've got uh, all these frameworks. The life, yeah. yeah, it's got all, all these frameworks. You know exactly what to do every single day. It's got it's very structured, and I don't know enough about Islam, but it also seems that for the most part, Islam is very like this is what you need to do. But then compare that to Christianity. There's like a million different denominations with all these different Bibles yeah. and all that other That's, nonsense. Uh, I think Christianity, yeah. Originally, yeah. we call it people a book, but it tampered a lot. Like you had the New Testament yeah. written by Romans. It's revised all the time. But yeah. written yeah. by people who never met Jesus. You know, yeah. like if you really look at it, I don't want to just, I, oh, yeah, I, this I, I respect, respect as a respect. prophet, peace yeah. be on him, told yeah. us, respect all if they're in your land, let them have their temples always. It's yeah. disrespectful to this any religion. I'm just saying mm -hmm. the Bible was changed, tampered with, and this is why Allah brought Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, and the Quran is his final seal, untouchable. It's a miracle itself, the Quran, because in the Arabic language, if you understand it, it's written in such a high texture, you can't match a sentence. Mm -hmm. It's a challenge this day, match a verse. And uh, why Islam so special? Because like you said, the Hadith, the yeah. sayings of the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon yeah. him, how he lived. And it's not just a religion, it's a way of life, how to make money, how to look after your family, mm -hmm. how to eat, drink, how to wash, to clean, the cleanliness, everything. And there's miracles like, how would you know 1,500 years ago? I mean, some of the things he said, like, there'll be a time where the barefoot Bedouin Arab will have the highest towers yeah. in their land. Yeah. This was at a time when Arabs weren't known for innovation. It was the Persians and the Romans. How would he know that? P people will arrive to masjids in square boxes. Cars, how could you know that in those days? The Quran describes the embryo. The ultrasound, when was it? In the 70s or 80s it came, the ultrasound? Mm. How would a book... 1500 years ago, no, described the design of an embryo. So there's miracles in it, which it's hard to say. The Prophet said one thing also, peace be upon him. He said, there'll be a time when 
a rumor or a story will come out of the east and it'll by that same day it'll be in the west heard in those days you Miami to like I don't know Florida to Orlando is the same place what, Miami to so say like Texas the internet would take seven yeah, eight yeah. days to get to yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but how would it, how do you know social media yeah. mail it's, it's scary this is 1500 years ago yeah. Hadith. so the miracles itself say oh but for me yeah it's good to see you having like obviously you take your time but I think you'd it's a it's a kind of a feeling which you have with it and it, again we don't tell, we don't bend the rules we're proud to say we we you can be what you want. We're not allowed to accept this. Yeah. We're not allowed to accept that. Our kids are going to be scared, yeah. uh, not going to be pushed into this agenda. And I saw there's a right-wing guy called Tommy Robinson in England. He's like a... I don't know. Kind of, they used to call him a neo-Nazi, EDL, yeah. right-wing, uh, very anti-Muslim, very anti-Islamic. He is very... Yeah. But he's not racist, I'll take that back, but he's very anti-Islamic. And he said, look, I respect Islam because they're the only ones... You will never see Muslim kids sitting around these drag queens or accepting these books. They're the only ones fighting it because they don't bend the rules. Yeah. And he goes, I think we've all caved into it in Christianity. I wish, I, I wish Christians would stand up. Yeah. yeah and, but they're scared. <laughs> they're they're scared. scared. There was a video that I, I just saw the other day, I think yesterday, of a, a priest and some guy comes into the church and then slaps the priest in the head and then takes the Bible up from the stand and just walks out. And then there was this ra racial element because like you yeah. don't want to attack the, the black person yeah. like white guilt thing going on just you could see like all the wokeness in one room happening and they just continue the service as if nothing happened just straight up disrespect it's it's terrible to see yeah. i first started resonating with islam back when i read have you read uh, the malcolm x autobiography yeah, of course that was a and i'm starting to to realize why i resonated with <clears> this so much then because i've always known that that wokeness wanted me to be a bad person for reasons that i didn't have control over or reasons that were I, they insisted that there was something wrong or that i was a bad person and then i read that book and it really seems like the antidote to a lot of problems in the west like i said i have mental health issues i said i have disabilities you're a bad person because you don't want to conform to this yeah but i'm wondering now how much you think of it is selfish because islam is going to take over it's it's going to infiltrate the west even more a lot of people are going to to mm -hmm. find Islam and become Muslims. And I'm thinking now, I, I, my struggle with it is is the faith and the choice. Because strategically, it makes the most sense. The community is strong. Muslims always defend each other. And you want to be part of a call. You want to be part of something that's going to win. You want, you want to have that support group behind you. So is it really... It, it, am I choosing this religion for faith reasons purely? Because I, I want to feel that every time I pray that this is something I believe in. I, I want yeah. to feel yeah. God's. I, I want to be able to to thank him and, and yeah, be, really believe in that. Or, or like sometimes I think like when I'm praying, like, am I am I just full of uh, am, am I just full of it? Am I just doing this because it's strategic? Because I want to be on the winning team? Yeah, that's why I'm taking saying, my time. Yeah, I'm taking my time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Take your time and do yeah. it when you feel never revert for people or you think it's never it's like when you meet a woman and she's going to marry you she shouldn't revert for you she shouldn't just do because he's my husband but just she do it for herself because you'll be judged but once you read more and look at the miracles and the hadiths and the, uh, the the things the prophet predicted like when you see that it's impossible to deny it. it's scary if you look into the facts scientifically backed things the quran have stated the prophet peace be upon him has stated and society now like all these are signs that uh, the Quran and the Hadiths are predicted. Like, let's be honest, in the West, uh, I love the West. Like, I was raised in England. We all, like, you know, it's gave up opportunities. But imagine 50, 60 years. It's, it's the Middle East is where everything will be. They used to laugh and call us the Dark Ages. And it's all reversing. You know, why? Because society is structured here. You can leave phones out. 
You can have money that. Have you seen police walking the streets? Never. No, not, not even you, once. It's not like there's police that hit you. Police I've never seen a police attack yeah. anyone. It's the Sharia kind of law, the respect, the honor, the, the deterrent. Mm -hmm. And people say, oh, you get your hand chopped off and these are punishments. They're not. Even Islamically, and through the history of the Prophet's time, maybe I think two or three in history occurred. It's a deterrent. So if you were to say still, and you went across the judge and said, look, do you repent? And said yes, he let you off. Really? Give, yeah. It's not like, I oh, thought that was like an every, still, no, no. every week thing. And there's no. also ways to it. If you're someone who stole it to eat food or you're poor, you're let off. There's, it's not like they make Islam in a bad way. Like savages or something. Even yeah, yeah. Uh, being caught. Why do you think there's four witnesses to a, uh, like zina or adultery at sex before marriage? When would you ever have four witnesses unless you're a porn star? You wouldn't, <laughs> would you? It's a deterrent. You see what yeah. I'm saying? People say, oh, it's a deterrent. It's to say, look, this is how about it. Allah always gives you chances. You've made a mistake, repent. For, you'll never see four witnesses unless you're Mia Khalifa. You're not going <laughs> to. So these things that people take a literary report, a shop that is, these are deterrents to say, stop doing it. And yeah. there's always ways. There was a woman who said, lash me to the Prophet, peace be upon him, like I committed this to take her away from me. But many times, leave her, leave her until she said, beg, I beg you to give me the punishment. So the Prophet was like, listen, these are the, like, stop it. So it shows the mercifulness of God as well. Mm -hmm. People always make it out like we're evil. Yeah, we don't tolerate stuff. We don't leave, but at the same time, we're very, uh, God's the most merciful. Mm -hmm. You know, it's in Arabic, we're the, he's the most merciful. He's a punisher, but the most merciful. So whatever you do, you're gonna make mistakes. You you become Muslim, we'll always sit up. But as long as you have that faith and just believe, it's just the best thing. You have that protection because you never know when tomorrow comes. Yeah. You know, that's that's my advice and stuff. But look, I don't want to get too much religion because I think he's thinking, look, I've got to go back to Miami to my hot chick. And uh, <laughs> 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 I'm joking. But on a serious note, on a serious note, look, we're all here. I saw him scrolling on Tinder in the yeah, middle of that conversation. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. use Tinder. You use Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> Haram. <laughs> no. Look, but you're not married. Look. We're all men, look, it's not even worth judging. Guys are going to do things with men. It's instinctively there. Women are supposed to be the one who cares, looks after baby. Men are procreation hunters, fight, eat. I mean, look, we're cavemen with mobile phones. That's what we are. Take away these phones. I would have just got a horseback, killed someone, took his woman, horseback, gone back. That's what we did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like, this is it's in the mouth. Why do men like to fight? Why do we watch uh, NFL extreme sports? Why do we uh, DMX? Yeah, stop. Guys like that, women like the whole... I've got three-year-old kids, daughters. I've never told them to do anything. Naturally, they get the Barbie dolls or the dolls and they're trying to put makeup. Bro, you can't tell me you choose your sex, like that bullshit. I've right. seen my own life. I never taught, I tried to make them kickbox. They want that. My nephew's trying to punch me and kick me. It's instinctive, it's in, inbuilt in you. Mm -hmm. But look, the reason why it's good to have you here, because the main reason is our brother, Andrew Tate, and I say brother, he's a brother anyway, but also a brother of Islam. Today, Let's do some updates. We're all here to support him anyway and fight his cause because we feel the media being biased. They are. Yeah, that, they are. Uh, Very that like woke crowd. They're trying to ban us. Trolls trying to assassinate our characters for defending, which shows they're scared because they know it's true, which happens to people when they're kind of uh, influential. But only hours ago, it's Tuesday today, we found he was further detained. They didn't release him. But his assistants, Georgina and Luana, have been released yeah, to house arrest. Georgina, which is... Oh, at least something. It's a win. It's yeah. a win in a way. Yeah. yeah. But um, and Georgiana is fantastic. I met her in person. Yeah. Oh, She's yeah. a good person. Very, very, yeah, very good person. Yeah. And what I'll say is, and again, no further evidence has been provided. Yeah. So to stop that, you, it's the same. Mm -hmm. No evidence. Yep. The same two alleged victims who have been exposed online yep. through WhatsApp messages and making a whole setup, which is shocking to me. They're still inside. Um, again, 
the guys could easily be on bail. They could be under the house arrest, the same thing. I think they're keeping him there so he can't speak to the world. He can't actually ex- expose the world. And the thing is, what I want to say is, what do we think is going to happen? Because this is, I've never seen corruption like this in a European country, like, so public. It's scary because there's no evidence. Two of the alleged victims have come out and said, we're not victims. There's, the judges said they're brainwashed. Yeah. The two victims left have been exposed on WhatsApp chat logs saying it's a setup, acting. One of them has a bad background. It's coming uncovered now. Off four times falsely accusing falsely men. Falsely accused of men. Four and times. I've heard, I don't want to expose it yet, but I'm hearing on the grapevine on many different forums of one of the guys have been jailed for it. Yep. Another guy. Self-deletion. Self-deletion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Self-deletion we're hearing. And many instances, that shows me this woman is not right. And any court in, in the world or any prosecution would see Wait, let's investigate her because she seems like she does this for a cause. Not a credible, not a credible witness. Not a credible witness. Yet they're still being detained. Like, what's going on? What do you think is going on? What is this? Well, I mean, someone that uh, has experience actually investigating human trafficking. I mean, there's no human trafficking here at all. And I did it at at the highest level, at the federal level in the United States, where you know we have some semblance of rule of law. Um, Of course, there's always corruption everywhere you go. But I would say you know the United States does a fairly good job of going after corruption. Now, with that said with uh, this human trafficking investigation, I mean, it couldn't be further from the truth. These women had one of the girls, right? One of the accusers, the one that said that Andrew raped her or whatever, she had been living at the house for weeks. Mm. And she was jogging every day, taking Ubers, going to a grocery store, yeah. getting her own food because she insisted on exercising, taking the dogs out, etc. Tell me how you're being trafficked, but you're going back and forth uh, to the home. Tell me how you're being trafficked and, you know, graped when you're staying at the home and, you know, having consensual interactions with them. She did an interview with Vice where she said herself, oh, yeah, well, you know, it was consensual and I and I enjoyed it and everything like that. But, you know, like it was because I loved them and whatever, which to me is a very scary precedent. Yeah, yeah. So now you're saying because your feelings change, you're going to go retroactively withdraw consent. Yeah. This is really the times that we're getting into where women will sit there and lie because they feel a certain way and the reality is what she didn't want to say is because she didn't get her 200,000 euro that she wanted and she didn't get her YouTube and TikTok career propelled through Andrew's help because he was like no I'm not going to do that and she just was like no let me make a false accusation then the other girl she made uh, that's trying to put this stuff on Tristan you know she had done this four times before you know and then the the next week after you know they left Romania allegedly after being trafficked why are you in the French Riviera hanging out you know, where Bentley's it costs like 10K a day, you know, driving around in Porsches and Bentleys with Rolex watches on. Yeah. Like, what are you talking? How did you guys get this money all of a sudden? How Weren't you guys just trafficked? That doesn't make sense. Would, shouldn't you be going to a therapist or a center or seeing some family after being trafficked in such a horrific experience? It's all a lie. And it's amazing to me how all this exculpatory evidence has come out. And in the United States, we use that to refer to evidence that shows that the defendant is innocent. Yeah. All this evidence has come out. But it's not being like put out by the mainstream media. You know, and people say, oh, you guys are just cloud chasing, whatever. Well, we have to put that out because mainstream media isn't putting it out. You know, I don't see Fox News reporting on this at all or CNN. They just keep saying, oh, yeah, Andrew's being detained for human trafficking. But they don't want to talk about all the evidence that's coming out that's showing these women are lying. The WhatsApp messages, the fact that this girl had a financial incentive, uh, the fact that she was free to go at any time, the fact that the home video camera footage shows that they had left the home to get an Uber, some Uber and then come back in. They're dancing on TikTok in the Twerking house. the night before yeah. they arranged the race. You Twerking. know what I mean? It's yeah. incredible how, how much evidence there is to show that these women were clearly, okay, conspiring i mean yeah. hell on the whatsapp messages yeah we could sell this to hulu and netflix, netflix. this is Sick. crazy to me you know what's funny about this as well is that people think this is a war on andrew and tristan right it's not it's a war on men 
because this this means for example these guys here have status have a little bit of clout obviously influence but the average guy how do you fight this you can't and all the evidence is there showing that they're innocent but unfortunately uh they're in romania which is corrupt itself yeah. that being said us as men us being here together is a start but in reality how do we fix this issue because right now they're still in jail when they shouldn't be in jail so my thing is like we just got to keep pushing the message out there but how do we even stop this I mean, I what do we do? Bigger than just a, a war on men, I, I think it's a war on truth. I think that they were the ones who were exposing the truth about the world. And if you see that beautiful women love the message that Andrew and Tristan were spreading, they're they're yeah. like, I want to be, I want to find a man that's going to protect me. I want to be in the house. I want to raise children. They don't click I that like stuff. I like the fact though. that they're they're bringing back traditional masculinity. And this is exactly what my dad was talking about. It's it's for every. It's just a positive message in general. It's yeah. not. I don't think it's men versus women. It's it's a perfect example of how they're trying to push this one specific narrative. Not because they're trying to single out men and women, but like women suffer just as much as men. If if men are weak because they don't want it to be with the weak man it, it's just a war on people it's a war on truth it's more control it's more power for these people behind the scenes that want to push one specific narrative and here's the other thing too you can't have influence without being not being able to be controlled and the thing is, is that andrew and tristan were highly influential but they couldn't control yeah, them i agree so since they can't control them what are we going to do oh let's go ahead and arrest them because we can't control these guys and they have massive influence because the reality is what Andrew did was he found a void in the market where there's a bunch of pussies out there that aren't masculine, are weak, letting women walk all over them. And the reason why Andrew blew up is because he fits what every guy wants to be. Tall, has money together, attractive guy, former kickboxer, world champion. He exemplifies masculinity in a traditional sense. A lot of guys are like, whoa, this is awesome. So they consume his content. Wow, I haven't been told this by mainstream media. This is awesome. He blows up. And then all of a sudden, oh, this guy's too influential and he's telling you guys to not be wage slaves, to go to the gym, to not let women control you, not be a, a you know an agent of the matrix. Whoa, let's get him out of here. Let's go ahead and put him in jail. And then, right, rightfully so, all the guys that are defending him, I mean, they, Logan Paul had to meet up in, in Sydney. And what did they say? Free top G. <laughs> Why? Because they know Logan Paul is a bot, yeah. right? And Logan Paul is controlled by the media. And Logan Paul cares a lot about his image over necessarily the truth. So they're like, yo, we're tired of this BS that you guys have been g giving us. We want Andrew Tate. And that's why people fight so hard for him because he's awakened, right? Masculinity in them. And then they pulled him away. They found his content. Whoa, this guy changed my life. Wait, you're telling me he's in jail? Wait, hold on. Who are these two women? Wait, you're telling me all these accusations. So it's causing outrage, right? And a lot of the community, rightfully so, because if this can happen to Andrew and Tristan, it could definitely happen to anybody else. Anybody. But do you really believe you believe this is a bigger thing than the Romanian uh, I think so. I th you yeah. really believe it's a bigger thing? Yeah, I definitely do think so. Because like I said before, if you're influential, but you can't be controlled, that's a problem. Yeah. Logan canceled, Paul is controlled, tried. right? He's a bot. That's why, you know, Logan Paul is so worried about his thing. He already got canceled once and, you know, they can, you know, connive him to do whatever they need to. Andrew and Tristan, you can't. Yeah. So like, whoa, we can't control these guys? Put them in jail. And then on top of that, they're anti-establishment. They're like, hey. Be an entrepreneur. Make money. Don't be a slave. Don't be a wage slave. Where you know, if you got to work a job, that's fine. But build up a business as well. Don't be reliant upon someone else to pay you and take care of you. And of course, this is bad for the economy because when you got people that are independent thinkers, guess what yeah. happens? It's not good. And you're looking at like in the West, in this, oh, when I mean West, the UK or the States, you couldn't get away with this case. So let's use a third world country. Let's use Romania. Let's put them on the forefront. Yeah, it makes sense as well. But the thing is, what's shocking to me, and even we go through that. For us to know these facts of the evidence was come out, that means, of course, the judiciary, the prosecution, they all know it. How can you still detain them knowing 
you're under that magnifying glass and knowing that eventually it's going to come out anyway. That's what was scaring me the most. Like, yeah. in front of the whole world media, I mean, he took over social media. He's on mainstream news there, I think, on BBC, uh, yeah. big uh, networks in the UK. I think Romania realized they, they kind of dug their own grave and they're like, okay, we already got, we're already, we know we're going to take L to some degree. We got to save face. We got to keep him in jail for the six months. Days. Go to trial, right? Because they have up to 180 days for this preventive detention mm -hmm. thing in their laws. And go to trial and we got to get him on something and maybe he can get time served. But at this point, they know. There's All right, nothing. there's no, we can't gonna go back. It's going to be taxes. It's going to be money laundering. Yeah, it's they're going to try to do something. I think they're trying to just build a case right now at this point because they're frantically trying to build a case because the way Romania law is, is in the United States, UK, first world countries, typically you need some kind of probable cause to yeah. arrest them and some evidence. In this case, they're gathering the evidence right now as we speak and they're preventing, they're arresting them preventatively to keep from keep them from intimidating witnesses or fleeing which is their excuse they have passports they have the means and they're influential blah blah, blah. whatever the cap they want to have to be able to keep them in jail but the point is is um there's no case there's no case at all and we there's know not. this yeah. but due to their weird wacky laws they're able to do that but they're building the case right now as we speak or trying to at least yeah, of course they're, gonna they're fishing it's a fishing there. expedition yeah that's why they're trying to s seize uh, their assets and everything, and they're trying to find something because they know that these these human trafficking and grape charges are not going to stick. They know that. They know that their witnesses are not <laughs> real witnesses. They know that there's character issues with them. So, but I mean, you honestly, from your opinions and assessing it, because you've got a background in law, yeah. uh, in the law enforcement, do you honestly think they'll free him after six months, or do you think they're going to get some kind of fabrication, make a trial? And in my opinion, unfortunately. Stuff like I pray not. I honestly believe they are going to try and give him some kind of jail time they, because they've gone this far yeah. without anything. They've made that whole CSI looking episode of rest. They're not going to just let it go like that. The whole world's laughing at Romania. I'm boycotting. I'm going firsthand saying it's corrupt. Yeah. Now they have to prove a point. It's like an ego. Yeah. I honestly believe, unfortunately, they're going to try and stitch him up with something. Yeah. And I think so too, because at this point, they don't want to be left with egg on their face, even though they have, whether it's a frivolous charge or whatever, because we know they're not going to be able to prove the grape or the human trafficking. Yeah. So what I predict, right, is they're going to try to go through some kind of money laundering slash tax evasion angle. Because they know they're not going to be able to make those sticks. So, all right, let's go after them for the money. That's why they're working so hard to go after the assets so they can say, well, how'd you pay for that? How'd you pay for that? Blah, blah, blah. So that's what I think they're trying to do right now is they're using this preventative arrest right now and these bullshit charges to give them and buy them some time so they can go ahead and go after them for some type of money type of violation is and what I think. If in the, U if in the U.S., right, cops plant evidence on people, imagine Romania. Who's to say what, what they're going to do? I'm just worried because, bro, at that point it's – it's still a lie, but they may try to, like you said, pin it to something else. You some never know. You never know. That's what I think they're doing. They're biding time to put up some other frivolous financial charge yeah. because they know these. Because the thing with human trafficking and grape is it's heavily reliant upon witness testimony. Yeah, exactly. Well, these witnesses aren't credible, and they're not even in the country. <laughs> no, they probably won't even be able to testify. You know. But the thing that scares me also about Romania, it's not a jury trial. It's a judge yeah. trial. Yeah. So it's, it's which is in the United States, the equivalent to like a bench trial, which is the judge is you know everything it's right he, decision, he yeah. makes a decision after hearing the evidence so that's the only thing that concerns me is that they're not getting a jury of their peers which is afforded to the united states and many other places i'm sure the uk is yeah. very similar so that's one thing that concerns me as well so and i don't know what their uh, standard of guilt is the united states is beyond a reasonable doubt i don't know in romania if it's you know it could be a lesser burden which would be scare me so i don't know i, I know what you're saying about they're going to find out some fabrication but yeah. i think they'll have done that by now i think Knowing that, like I've met, we all know them. I've been spent countless time. I've known, I know the character, and he doesn't even make anything illegal. So 
even once before I even questioned him, I said, uh, you know, like, because I don't know, it was webcams. I said, obviously, you're in Dubai now. No dodgy money. He goes, bro, you can get any order. Everything is a trail. Everything's legit. And you, I know him that well, you know? So there's nothing on him. So what I'm thinking is, God knows what they're going to hold him for. I mean, they're going to bring 25 more stripper TikTok witnesses. What are you going to do? Yeah. You know, are you going to bring me a Khalifa next to the stand? Who's next? It's embarrassing. And the thing yeah. is, but it's still going ahead today. I honestly believe, thought, well, I'm always paranoid that they're going to hold him. But I thought, you know what? Maybe they give him house arrest or bail because there's yeah. nothing. Yeah, I, yeah. I just want him out of jail. Yeah. Put him, yeah. put, give him house arrest. Like, give get him, him house arrest. You know there's nothing there. But then they're not giving him that because he'll talk. He'll expose the corruption. So yep. they can't win. They have to keep him caged. Yep. Until that trial, and I don't know, I don't know how you can win this. And trial. that's what, and that's why, like, I'm so hard on like anytime something comes out, right? And I'm talking talks with you know people close to him. It's like anything comes out, we're real adamant about putting it out because he doesn't have a voice right now. Yeah, yeah. People are saying all kinds of BS. Oh yeah, this and that, yeah, this exactly. girl, this Vice, you know. And it's funny too, and I'm so glad that Shooter uh, exposed Vice. I didn't even know that they did that interview with him for three hours. I was shocked too. And, I and I, that was a revelation to They've me. Got one statement <laughs> for three hours, and they used that one statement in their stupid documentary where they tried to paint Andrew in a terrible light. And for anyone that was actually there when they had the warm event, like Matt Shea enjoyed himself, and for them to do I was there. such yeah. a yeah, for yeah. them to do such a, a sly move like that because they filmed this back in the summer, and I was wondering in my head why are they releasing? Yeah. Why haven't they released it? And then as soon as he gets arrested, oh, let's put it out now. Yeah, perfect time. BBC now, mainstream news. Yeah, yeah. This is tonight. what mainstream news uses to cover. About this case they're trying to paint him in a bad image and they're not going to cover any of this so i mean look anybody here who's trying to cover it too and is trying to talk about this just avoid the what they're going to say is like oh you're riding clout you're trying to yeah. to just continue to cover it because mainstream news won't no you're and right that's why I think it's so gonna be a, like the revival of the independent journalists this is the time where i, I think nobody is ever going to trust mainstream news after something like this no i think this is why it's vital guys like you have big platforms and myself we're trying to merge and talk because we don't no one's gonna know that yeah. and i'm getting crazy they're putting fake crazy stories of trolls are putting on me on twitter yeah that's how much they when you speak up they're gonna come for you you they're yeah. gonna say you're this you're that it's, it's, it's insane it's how bad trolls are getting they're so desperate like some of the silliest things i heard i even put a tweet out saying look anything defamatory i'm gonna go yeah, and yeah. sue you because i'm not gonna let you like try don't try and come without me i will take it far and i've got the resources to ruin you like you know I'm not one of these guys I will spend just to ruin your life, just to try and mm -hmm. disrespect me. But yeah. it's so sad. Like, I don't look at replies, but I, some people send me things. Oh, this guy. I said, bro, just ignore it. I'm going to never stop. I'm not going to slow down. I'm telling everyone listening here. And I'm going to keep, even, God forbid, if he goes to jail, I will s step it up another notch. Because if we don't, bro, who is? There's nothing. There's no media defending him. There's no one. And guys like you, especially, who've got these big platform states, it's important to step up because I knew so many YouTubers, influencers, social <laughs> yeah, media guys rumblers. who are begging. I've got messages and inshallah when Andrew comes out, I'm going to say, bro, never work with these guys again. You yeah. know why? Yeah. These guys used you, begged you, and they're all silent and talking shit now. And it's guys like you, you had a platform. That's why I respect you guys more because, bro, my channel, no, I've got this plaque no one watching my shit it was just YouTube videos and like alright the one Khabib video we've got a lot of views but uh -huh. no one cares so it's gonna tell you I'm not one of those guys to say he put my channel up not that I'm a podcaster and it's not because of that anyway but don't don't forget the stuff he did for people and looks out for people and yeah. like giving people positions and that and I've known him for a long time and like behind closed doors we help each other a lot in other ways, you know? It's, and there's not, to all these people out thinking we're getting paid for this. No. Oh, there's a reason, there's nothing. Trust me, these guys are flown in from another country, jet lag to do this. Uh, there's no other benefit, and they've been literally on a tour here talking about Tate nonstop every day. And I'm doing it, my Twitter's Tate. 
my Instagram. I do it because if I don't, who else is going to do it, you know? And I'm, I'm trying to get that community behind him. Say, look, everyone knows my character. You're from law enforcement. You're respecting your genres. We're not the kind of guys who are crackheads, lying on the street, thieves. So for us to say and defend this guy to that extent, say, we know his character and I'll stand there. I don't care what the uh, rumors are. I know for a fact he's not guilty. It's all bullshit. And I'm a man of God, a family man. I know uh, Sheikh's here. I'm, I'm respecting the community here in business. I would never do it if I think someone's a criminal, you know, yeah. yourself. So yeah. that should, anyone with logic should see that. Yeah. But it's frustrating now. I've because dealt with real criminals. Yeah. You've and these guys them. aren't that. I've, I've interviewed the worst of people. Not at all. From people that touch children to terrorists to drug dealers to murderers, etc. I've, uh, real human traffickers. <laughs> these guys are the furthest from that. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's it, ludicrous to me how people say this stuff. And I'll say this too. If you have a platform, right, staying silent is almost worse. Yeah, truly. It really, it really staying silent is almost worse. 100%. Because, because then where, where do you stand? Mm. You know what I mean? And, and I think if you, if you stand for nothing, you'll fall for anything. 100%. So, you know, it is what it is. I've, I've drawn my line, line in the sand. They're innocent. I don't care what anybody says. If you Me don't too. agree, fuck you. You know, because you don't, you don't know these men. A lot of people that hate yeah. and say, oh, he's, he's an asshole, toxic, misogynist, whatever. I mean, have you guys sat there and talked to Tristan and Andrew for hours on end? Mm. We have, and we know them. Mm. They're not like that. They don't talk about how Andrew and Tristan rescue dogs in Romania. They don't talk about how they donated to orphanages, millions of dollars They don't in the church. They don't talk about how... Andrew stops and takes pictures with anyone. Tristan Help goes out of his way. Patient, cancer treatment, and yeah. Holiday, yeah. You know what I mean? They don't talk about how they pay for surgeries and get yeah, people yeah. in bad positions in Romania to be able to get some medical treatment. They don't talk about that. And and the, Tristan and Andrew don't talk about that either. Right now, it's very important because it's relevant to their character, but they never talked about it openly before. So we have to say it for them. Yeah. And these people don't know them. They don't know what they do. I've seen Tristan and Andrew, women that, quite frankly, were very rude, that didn't deserve to get a ride home or to be treated well, they still treated them like gentlemen. Here, here's some uh, money. Take a cab home. Be get home safe, or get their security. Take her home, even when the girl was being a raging bitch and didn't deserve it, right? And it's crazy to me that people will go there and say these guys are human traffickers, whatever. When these guys go out of their way yeah. to be gentlemen to women, hell, Tristan has even said it himself. Hey, you need to be a gentleman and treat women well because you never know what can happen after. You need to always, you need to leave a woman better than when you met her. Yeah. Andrew says, if a girl says, oh no, I don't want to come with you. Oh no problem, it's okay. I'll get you back home. But they don't clip that stuff. They always show just the crazy stuff out of context, and they don't see that an hour before, 30 minutes before, he was saying women are the most precious thing. You need to protect them. The so that's part, crazy, too. Uh, all the feminists and all the soul boys who just heard all of the things you said that they do in order to donate to the church, saving dogs, donate to men's foundations, people who are wrongly accused, and they, they heard you say that, and they're still going to sit there and choose to call them human traffickers. <laughs> they, they're, they're consciously <laughs> making the choice. Right now, they heard all you say all those things, push it out of their brain and then go and say they're grapists traffickers terrible people because they, and those they, people don't donate to charity no they, they don't no, do anything no snicko i saw a clip no. believe all clips they, they <laughs> bro they show more energy to the tates than they do to like their families terrorists the people in china putting people in concentration camps mm -hmm. uh Tate's obsessed they're, they're people. Not, they're not even raising money for uh, earthquake victims, but it's no Tate. Tate's this, Tate's that. It's sick people. It's, and a, it's obsessive. It's not just, people like will invest their entire days like nonstop yeah, yeah, leaving yeah. comments on every single page. Hundred followers, hundred followers, <laughs> uh, like a, it's their a, life. a selfie di uh, display picture, and that's their life. Just abusing yeah. Tate. No, no, they'll even. idolize people like Cardi B, who got people a woman beat up at the strip club, got arrested for it, admitted got charged it, for it, 100%. admitted to it, and only got community service. Didn't even show up for her community service. 
right? They'll <laughs> go ahead and celebrate someone like King Von, who I like his music too. But let's be honest here, talk about killing people. Serial he was killer. involved in a bunch of murders, yeah. right? They'll go ahead and idolize these people. But then Andrew comes with this situation here where we all know it's false. We all know it's a lie. And there's evidence to prove that it's a lie. And they'll say, oh, no, he's a human trafficker. Let's go ahead. Fuck the exculpatory evidence. He's a human trafficker. But let's go ahead and follow Cardi B, who Sam went ahead Smith, and literally yeah. assaulted someone in person, documented everything. She only got community service, and she didn't even show up for that. Damn. That shows That's who sorry. people idolize. It's sick. And the thing is, also to the Muslim community, I'm getting fed up and frustrated with a minority of those who are like denouncing this, not defending him, calling him this. In Islam, it's a very, very dangerous thing to accuse another Muslim of being non-Muslim. And the Prophet used to say, the one who says it is that what you claim. Yeah. So basically, if I claim you're non-Muslim to another Muslim, I am a non-Muslim. I'm, I'm basically a kafir, means a disbeliever, an infidel. Yeah. So uh, to all you Muslims out there, you're obviously not studying enough Islam. You don't know what you're saying, how dangerous it is. And also, uh, again, like all these trolls, a quick message, you can keep tagging me and trying to make false accusations. I won't stop. I'm going to turn it up a notch. And these guys will too. And uh, until he's free, because inshallah, he will be free. Um, God's just. And I think this is a test for him. Yeah. A trial. I don't know. Make him, hmm. make him close to God. I don't know what it, Allah always has a plan for everything he does, but at the same time, I think when he comes out, you've got another Che Guevara, in my opinion. God forbid it's a massive sentence, but I think you're just martyring him to like he'll be on t shirts everywhere. He's going to be a Che Guevara, like this guy is going to be his platform's going to be here. And that's why I respect guys like you because um, I speak close to the guys there, and I'm not going to speak more on that in detail on podcasts, but. He, he knows, he feels, he sees who's there, who's real. And like I said, we're, wait, we're, we're not making money, we're spending money supporting him. We're going out of our way. I'm going out pushing things. Even my wife sometimes goes, you know, like, she's getting, like, your husband's doing this, but you know, I don't care because if we don't do it, bro, he's, he could, if it wasn't people like us speaking out, and that's why I respect you guys, it'll be just a silent case stuck there mm. Imagine, God knows what sentence they'll give him for nothing. Yeah. And it's people like us and Suleiman and, uh, other people on uh, Twitter, I forget your names, but you're speaking, doing a good job supporting. And I respect every one of them. And inshallah, when he comes out, I swear, I can't wait to have a big halal dinner with everyone and just to celebrate. And, you know, just see him back. And I don't care. I'll delete all my socials. I don't want to even do a podcast. With I don't care for that. I don't want none of that when he's out. I just want him out, you know, with his kids and his family because it's haram, bro. And he's just a normal human being like us. And I can't see someone suffer for something they haven't done. It just makes me sick. Yes. It's bullying tactics. You know, I've never been that myself your background myself fighters themselves are not like that because every fighter is humble why because we've all had our ass kicked once yep it's the guys on the street who've never done it you know you, you meet fighters I have UFC guys come here walk in the gym and you see them they're so nice and you see the guys jacked up on juice walking around the gym looking like that yeah and like the guys have never fought in his life because every fighter's had their ass kicked we've been humbled and it makes you that kind of like man it yourself you know so for me I know the guys inside that like you guys know them and it's just I don't like seeing this because They've got good hearts. And if I'm going to welcome to my house around my kids, my wife, and I've been around them, seeing him here with his kids and his partners, whatever, I know the real him. And it's just, that's why I'm adamant. And I will say, I don't care what bullshit witness they bring or what fabricated, I will never believe it. And I will I can put my hand on the Holy Quran and say, I know his character and it's bullshit, you know? So I could say that too. Stance, I mean, yeah. um, a little story for us. Uh, you know, Andrew and Tristan were so gracious to invite us uh, to their home. And, you know, they don't do that for everybody. No, and we yeah. stayed there for a few weeks, and yeah. they were fantastic hosts. Tristan went out of his way to accommodate us. Um, and these guys are nothing short of gentlemen. I mean, these guys literally, like, 
the women that they deal, do deal with, like they treat them really good. I was yeah. like, no wonder they have so many because they treat them so well. And it's for when they made these uh, these charges came out. Oh, human trafficking! I said no, no, yeah. it, 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 no, no fucking way. But oh, you saw you the know, one in the boxing, didn't you? No. The girl yeah. who was approaching Ringo. Oh, There's yeah. a video of me. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Again, so this girl, and I have no beef with her. She's abusing. Well, yeah, her I saw that video. Yeah. She's gone and sold her story to like three of the biggest tabloids, The Sun, The Daily Mail, how he was messaging me, I was scared for my life, I don't want to go to Romania, he was very dominant. I'm not lying, it's on video. This is how bad it is. It's on video yet, everyone's saying, you're brave. You go, girl. Yeah, she but got but denied. She, she's a ringo, she walks over 15 yards to him with her videographer to talk to Andrew. I'm there, it's on video. And people still give them the, so what kind of, what kind of like chance does he have when you've got people like that making fake allegations? And I want to say this too, when I was talking with Tristan and Andrew, they showed me there were women that were getting bribed to hey, thirty thousand yeah. dollars, fifty thousand dollars, make make a false accusation on Andrew or Tristan. Just do it. We'll give you this money. There's a bunch of women that, that literally were bribed to uh, to basically go ahead and lie on them. So these two idiots, I'm not surprised. As maybe someone paid them off. 100%. They're in the French Riviera a week later. Sorry, you're saying something fresh. No, I was just gonna say uh, after living or being there for two, a couple of weeks, uh, you know what I realized too as well. Yeah, you can say we know them very well, but the workers, they respect Andrew and Tristan so much. And my thing is like, okay, you could be a good person, but other people around you treat you. And everyone that we know in Romania, outside of Romania, that knows Andrew, can testify he's a great person. So all, all along, and we didn't wait in line one yeah, time. Yeah, you don't get treatment like that unless you treat people very well. Yeah, we don't sure. wait in line one time. Yep. They tip everybody. They talk to everybody. They never felt felt like, oh, we're better than everyone. Wait, they literally stop and talk to anybody that comes up. Can I take a picture? Oh, Tristan gives them life advice. And that's what it is, man. Like, they literally, like, the people in Romania love them because they come in and they respect the country. You know what I mean? They don't break Bro, the laws. Yeah. He, he came to my gym many times just to say, with every kid, we had an event. I said, Bro, these guys flown in this country to see you. He literally goes, when, when do you want me to meet them? He'd sit in a shisha restaurant meeting strangers all the time. But we were doing this 41 Tenants, an event I was trying to host in Dubai. And people think it was canceled. It was not canceled. I canceled it myself because at the time he was so hot and I didn't want the West to go Dubai, misogynist country, misogynist man, you know? And I didn't want to disrespect the city I'm living in. So all these rumors, I actually halted it and delayed it. Andrew, I said to him, look, bro, let's just do this. He goes, bro, I don't want a penny. Just organize it, I'll talk. I said, I swear to God. I said, no, no, we'll do like a split thing or a promotion. He didn't want one dirham, one dollar, one pound from this event. This mm. is a fact. I, I, don't, I don't have to, but I can show screenshots of this event. So that's the kind of character he is. He just wanted to pass his message. So people don't see this, they think you're getting paid, you're doing this, it's all bullshit. It's good characters, and that's why guys like us who are very, in our own fields, respected, are defending him. There's, there's no other benefit. He could be, God knows, he's gone forever. Yeah, we're still sitting here, you know what I'm saying? So that should show to people, but again, Sneeko said it right, you could bring clear-cut evidence, CCTV, that girl could say on a lie detector test and fail it, yet they'll still say, who said this on a, he's a misogynist, He's this, so you can't win. That's unfortunate. It's amazing to me how much evidence is out. We have WhatsApp messages. We have documented proof that one of the accusers has done this several times before. Yeah, that led to another person's self-deletion and another person going through mental issues. We have another girl who was a former stripper slash drug user that also has been doing this type of activity, extorting men for money, etc. And then we go ahead and get more information that, oh, she wanted 200,000 euro, etc. And then she goes on Vice and gives an interview but fails to <laughs> you know, say a bunch of other details about how she lived at the house and she was drugging and going to a grocery phone, store. We have evidence, media, you, yeah. you know, had her phones. There's TikTok evidence of them as social, uh, on social media dancing and twerking yeah. in the house. 
the, the day before when they arranged, yeah, they're you're, you're, you're telling me that you guys were being human traffic, but you guys are sitting there yeah. shooting TikToks, having full access to your phones, partying, etc. And here's the other crazy part: Andrew and Tristan weren't even there that night. <laughs> they weren't. They weren't even there yeah, that yeah. night. Yet they say all this stuff, all this evidence that shows irrefutably that these guys are not traffickers. Yet the left, these weird liberals, etc., want to sit there and say, "Oh, they're human traffickers. They're rapists." Did you hear that voice note from Vice? That's a lie too. Yeah, and let's let you know. Let's go with it. Let's say that it was his actual voice. Guess what? We didn't see the full context of the conversation, 100%. did we? But when you do see the full text, which the media doesn't want to show that either, because I've looked at that text thread, the girl says right at the end, oh, it's not grape if I consent. Exactly, exactly, exactly. No. And people don't understand that a lot of girls have, a lot of women enjoy this type of stuff. Kinks. A lot of women have this, these fantasies. Yeah. Fifty Shades of Grey is a popular book for a reason. Let's women love forget. that stuff. This is not new. This has been investigated since April. It's almost a year, and a month is a year, and no evidence. What does that tell you? CCTV, phone records, leaks, computers, everything's investigated, and that's this is there's no evidence. So I mean, to everyone out there, like Incredible. him or not, hate him or what, doesn't matter. Look at the evidence. There's nothing since April 2022 they've been investigating him, yeah. and there's nothing. You can hate Andrew, you can hate Tristan, course, yeah. you can hate Georgian, you can hate them all. That's fine. Hate doesn't them. Mean they're guilty. But look at the evidence. I implore you, please look at the evidence objectively, and you're going to see that these men are innocent. You don't have to like them. But an injustice for one is an injustice for all. And once again, if this is your brother, your sister, your friend, how would you feel that yeah. they were in jail like this? So we're just doing the same thing, defending them. Yeah. Oh it's so obvious to me. Like We're talking about this, and the truth is so plainly obvious that it feels like a waste of time to even have to say that. But that that's a testament to how much clown world behavior yeah, is, scary, is allowed. Like yeah. What social media promotes, what they want you to believe in, what... They're fighting against who they want you to think is a bad person. It's it's just when you actually look at it objectively, it's 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 tiresome, but it needs to be said. Dude, I'll tell you this: they 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 age restricted a bunch of our videos with Andrew, and we're shadow banned because they know that we support him. They yeah. took down a video uh, uh, that we did with him where uh, at his studio, like oh yeah, you, you're platforming someone else. Like they took the video down. So yeah. like there's definitely like a campaign against Andrew. Like I got canceled off of social media like four <laughs> days after shaking his hand in the emergency meeting My studio. My TikTok was totally deleted and it said hateful ideology of me and him walking in the mall. Wow. So hateful he, ideology. Because Tate is hateful ideology. There's, an there's, a, there's literally an agenda against him. It's it's wild. You know what I mean? Like and here's the other thing too. You want to know how I know that there's an agenda? Like other podcasts, other uh, creators that don't like openly support him like they kind of like bring him on and it's like oh yeah i'll do an interview with andrew but i'm i'm not i don't agree with him i'm just having him on even though they might secretly agree with him but they don't want to do that yeah. on on public Sheep, yeah. right uh they don't do anything with those 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 videos get pushed because it's like oh that, no yeah. i'm objective they're pushing back yeah they don't yeah they're pushing back and like oh that's kind of problematic don't you think andrew blah 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 right even though they secretly agree with if him you nod your head and agree and you shake his hand yeah then they wipe you out too yeah but if you're if you agree and you let him talk hey no tell us more about this blah blah, blah or you support him Oh no! Shadow ban, age restriction, yeah. take your videos Canceled. down, etc. No, I, I lost everything. Like yeah. ten years of YouTube stuff, like that. Four days after I'm shaking his hand, we we go. We took the private jet from Romania to London because he went up here as Morgan. And then that day, I was with, we were shopping, and then I was just canceled off of everything. They deleted both my channels. Yeah, and I thought you were joking at first, but no, I, I got the email, yeah. canceled both my channels, Twitch, Twitter, TikTok, wiped all out. But I, I believe that the truth is is with God, and that God will push the truth. This is not. This is what. This is why this doesn't really phase me that much. Even though I, I risked everything, I, I believe in the truth, and it, you can't silence it forever. You can't push these lies forever. Eventually, the truth is going to come. There's the three top. things that has, three, three things that always come out: the sun, the moon, and the truth. 
And yeah. the reality yeah. is, is that people, <laughs> hey man, it might be. Should have been a chapter. Should have been a chapter right there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's, it, you know, that. it might it might be tomorrow. It might be next month. It might be in six, you know, in three months when they have their trial. The truth will come out, and it's already coming out now. They're trying to conceal it, but it's coming out, and we're going to continue to put it out for you guys because what I'm saying, you guys can all check this out. This isn't just yeah, some Andrew Tate fanboys or friends or whatever. I mean, we are his friends. I'm, I'm not going to lie about that. We are his friends, and obviously, there's some emotion involved. We're going to be biased to a degree. That's fine. That's fair. Look at the uh, the evidence objectively. You can hate Andrew if you look at the evidence and you're objective and you're not a retard. You will see. Damn, this dude probably is innocent, bro. 100%. I've seen even the Tate detractors go on Twitter and be like, okay, you know what? Yeah, wait till it comes out about this uh, girl's former accusation. Yes, and there's more stuff. When that's uncovered, bro, it's scary. Yeah, Yeah. and, 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 you know, I literally feel like I'm selling an infomercial, like, but wait, there's more. There's more. It's like we got to keep showing these people what's going on. They still won't care, though. Like, even you're saying it's going to be scary. I don't think so. I think most of the people are just, they hate him for personal reasons. and I think they're more emotionally involved than the people that actually know him and are friends with him. Mm. They, they, They hate the fact that they are exposing the truth so much that they need them to be guilty. They need them to be in jail because their entire worldview, their entire existence, Looks stupid when you tell the truth. It, even though this is going to come out, not going to change a thing. They're still going to hate them just as much. Yeah, and these dumb feminists that come out, like, what's her name? Eliza Blue or something like that, saying that Andrew's <laughs> yeah, bro, a, a human trafficker? I, I, I literally, like, uh, you, oh, she's you're a human trafficking mode. victim? Yeah, she's not a human trafficking victim. She's a liar. Because uh, yeah. like, yeah. here's the thing. Uh, she sold her nudes, and then she's saying because people shared them without paying for it that it's human trafficking. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous, and and I Blue hate how people, man. I hate how people openly throw out the term human trafficking. Let me make some, something very clear: someone that actually investigated human trafficking understands the elements of what it is. You need to be forced against your will to do certain things. Most of the time, let's be honest, y'all are just fucking prostitutes, yeah. and you didn't like this. You didn't get your fair share, or you didn't get paid a certain amount, whatever. But you're not being forced. You want to do it. You have the pimp. You're being a whore. It is what it is. You're making some money. You just didn't like the outcome, but you didn't necessarily. You signed up for that. And that's the cold hard reality people don't want to accept. And I might get people might get mad. Oh my God, that's so misogynistic. The truth is this: as someone that actually investigated human trafficking, most of the time, okay, not all the time, because there are real victims out there. there are, we need yeah. to take those cases very seriously. But most of the time, it's simply prostitution. The woman was was you know involved in it, and she might have got mad at her pimp. She made a complaint, whatever it may be, or or a girl like is just mad that she didn't get her cut. But to sit there and say. I'm a human. Um, I'm a victim of human trafficking. Blah blah blah. And I tweeted. I said, "Okay, where's the FBI 302s? Where's the HSI ROIs? She don't know what the fuck any of that is because she's she didn't go to the police. If you're a real victim, go to the police. Yeah. Go to the police. Put these people in jail. Human traffickers are pieces of shit that need to go to prison. But do not sit there and invalidate real victims because you want to go ahead and virtue signal and get people to feel sorry for you. And we live in a crazy society now where everyone wants them to feel sorry. I'm a victim. I'm a victim. No, you're not." You're not a fucking victim because <laughs> that's disingenuous to the people that really are victims. It's fun to be oh. a victim. On social media, you get to they get call you brave, they call you a hero, look they how great of a person girl, yeah. you are. It's fun to be a victim. It gives you like they put in their bio, I'm a sex trafficking victim. It's a proud title. You know what? I'm gonna share a story with y'all. When I was still working for the government, I was friends with him. Okay? He met a girl and she said, Oh, remember the story fresh? Yeah. Exclusive right here for you guys. She said, Oh, I, I I'm being trafficked, blah blah blah. Etc. What'd you do? You call me, right? Yeah. I came, brought my fucking notepad and everything. I was literally about to get a statement from her. It was when we first met when I was j- still an agent. But hey, tell me what's going on, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Oh, nah, he, he just he, he just pissed me off. Uh, <laughs> yeah. This happens. No one talks about this. This happens often That's where sick. girls will get mad at a guy. They'll say, I'm being trafficked. You show up. Okay, let's do it. 
tell me his name, etc. Let's work this out. I was going to literally take the lead, give it to one of our human trafficking guys, let him handle it. Because at that point, I was doing a drug investigation. I was very busy. And um, and, and I was going to hand it off. I was prepared. There with the statement. Remember that shit, right? I introduced myself The moment it gets serious, they're like, oh, wait, hold on. It's not that serious. Because she felt a certain way. She wanted to take it there. And when I come in, I was like, hey, this is what's, go- what's going on? Tell me what it is. Once I made it official, introduced myself, etc. Oh, no, 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 no. Because it's I take that seriously. I take that seriously. I was like, are you really a victim of human trafficking? Let's, let's go ahead. Let's go, go, go through it. And funny story, when she left the spot, she went right back to him. You need, a, you, need, you need a reason now. Why Verified said, story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why, why you want to experience life more? This should be your reason. Why to get Islam closer. Haram. That's why you stay away from these kind of situations. Another example. You know what, Don? I'm going to put this. <laughs> trade it <with> <laughs> 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 I'll take all the followers. Yeah. <laughs> but no, man, that's that's a crazy, That that's just, and here's the thing, that's just a microcosm of what's re- going on. And I'm telling you, as someone who actually investigated this stuff, showed up ready to go, tell me what's going on. Oh, no, I just felt a certain way, blah, blah, blah. And this happens often. I've been there where we've interviewed witnesses or victims. So, and they, they changed their mind. They're like, you know what? I'm not really a victim. I'm just being a prostitute. He pissed me off. He didn't pay me. Quick ones off the subject now before you guys go. Yeah, I like to do this because a lot of people are asking me to ask you. You and your whole when the Muslims went against you, what happened that day? Oh, <laughs> let's just do it that clear. I don't want you. I've guys, I've spoke to him off the camera. Really sincere, good guy. And uh, I actually made a what? comment about you, didn't so I? Muslims once came after you. Told you told me that I said they said who do you think in the social media world is closest to becoming Muslim? And I mentioned you. You you mentioned that the other day to me. You saw that, didn't you? And I said that for a reason because I can read people how they come out, how they speak online. You can see, you see you can see you're sincere and you're real when you talk. But I just want to go over that because I saw it. I didn't get annoyed. Like, well, it's, it's proof, you know, like Abdul and Ahmed, they don't fuck around, man. Then like if you disrespect their religion, <laughs> they come in your DMs <laughs> and they're like, I'm gonna go find you and, and make sure you know what the fuck you said. But what was it about? Just because I didn't. Well, it was, really it see was it. clipped out of context. It was like I think it was part of the smear piece uh, campaign to try to get me in trouble. I was making fun of Haram behavior. I was making fun of LGBT gay pride parades. Yeah, yeah. And every time that they would crawl on the floor with dog ears and like put a leash around their neck, I would say Haram. Yeah. And then I would do like, just make fun of uh, Muslim, uh, make fun of the Islamic prayer voice okay. and stuff like that. But they clipped it without the first thing. So they thought it looked like I was just making fun of Islamic prayer when I was really making fun of uh, degenerate behavior. But I understand why that made people upset. That's good. It's good but also, I, I'm like, damn, you cannot, don't disrespect Islam because they're going to they're gonna find you. Yeah, you guys are, are extremely creative with your your attack and like the way some, you describe some it. Some of them. No, some, not all of them. I, I don't want dis- to say it's for all people, but like other religions, like, hey, don't say that. Like Abdul and Ahmed and Muhammad be in my DM. Like, I'm going to tie a rope around your neck and <laughs> like, like they, they will fully describe. I'm going to get a string and a clothes iron. Like, okay, man, damn. I won't do it again. And you guys, one thing I saw, you had this thing with um, another podcast, Schultz. Schultz. Um, uh-huh. What was that about? Like, I saw... It was like, he was cool. It was his co-host who seemed like he had, for me, like if you come on a show or you come on a podcast, yeah. they had an agenda. Being, he, the Indian guy, yeah? He just seemed like he had an attitude. From, oh, yeah. I mean, like, they're simps. No, like, but I just saw it. I was watching, I was thinking, he had this face, he's back to you, everything you said, like at least you debate, you speak. It seemed like as soon as you got on there, you're on a win loss. Schultz was trying to make an effort. He seemed okay. What's his real name? Uh, and, Andrew, Schultz. Andrew Schultz. Here's the thing. But it, what that, was that about? Yeah. Like, you want to take it first and all? So they, there was videos about it. There was loads of. Uh, so whenever you, whenever you meet somebody for the first time, right? There's always an agenda being played, but you don't know it at the very beginning. However, we went there saying, you know what? We're here doing a tour in, in New York. They want to do a podcast with us. Awesome. 
No ill intent, nothing bad ever in our mind, right? However, they came with an agenda to make us look a certain way. And they came to try to change our minds. So what happened was, we made a statement on our podcast saying, hey, here's an app called Blacked. It's a black dating app. Mm. We never we never use it ourselves. Make fun of it. And they took Because someone, someone yeah. super yeah. chatted. We, we do a live show yeah. and we yeah. get donations. Someone said, have you guys ever used the app Blacked? And we made a joke and we said, nah, we don't dabble in the dark. Ha, yeah. ha, ha. Yeah. <laughs> that obviously went on Twitter. Everyone went crazy, the black community, which we're black too. Yeah. He, he's from Barbados. My mom's black. My sister's black. My Come family's on, from Sudan, yeah, yeah, which that. Sudan literally means the land of the blacks. Yeah. What, you know, hey, like I dabble in the dark, North, so Shaniqua DM me. If yeah. You, <laughs> <laughs> you know, North Sudan. Yeah, I speak Arabic. Yes, I come from Muslim background, but that does, I'm still black. I'm African-American. Okay. I'm literally African-American. I was yeah. born in the United States. I'm the definition of African-American, right? Either way. Oh, you guys are racist, blah, blah, blah. So what flagrant tried to do here was virtue signal. Let's keep it a thousand. They brought us in, tried to demonize us, make us look like the bad guys. I'm not stupid. They had an agenda. Andrew tried to be the good guy. Uh, The other guy tried to be the bad guy. And then that loser in the back, whatever the fuck his name is, tried to virtue signal as well when he's dating a white girl. He dates white girls. You know what I mean? Trying to make comments or whatever. So they tried to come in like, don't you guys think you're a little, your your views are a little misogynistic or problematic or what's up with black women, blah, blah, blah. Bro, it's a fucking joke. Aren't you guys considered flagrant? You guys can go ahead and make jokes. And here's the other funny thing too. Akash, literally made a video about 10 years ago right where he was bashing black women yeah literally <laughs> and Imagine i found it. the clip and i said yo you're a fucking hypocrite here's the other thing too we as you guys know we agree with andrew on 99 of the things now they're saying oh yeah andrew tate's right about a lot of stuff motherfucker those are our same views what yeah. are you now you want to go ahead and say oh no i agree with andrew because you know it's a cool thing to do right now etc but y'all don't when we say that stuff you guys have an issue yeah. so and and and, and also man. andrew Schultz, he he's not smart bro he just put the onus on his friends to do it, but he felt the same way. So it's like he's chameleon. He's a chameleon. He's like, you know what? No, nah, no, nah, they're cool, cool, bro. You know what they were doing from the very beginning. Oh, so here's the other thing too. The setup. The very interesting thing. Yeah. After the interview was done, oh, are you sure you want us to put that out? Y'all kind of look crazy. I was like, no, no, no. Put, put it on, on full. Put, up. Yeah. put it on full. We're fine because to be honest with y'all, they're the ones that look crazy because yeah. we're just chill, etc. They it was a, they try to make yeah, us the look bad. In the background was making it so like the one in the back. There was one guy in the back, an yeah. American, who yeah. was just making yeah. it. Even he was being was, emotional. Yeah, it was being so stupid. I yeah. was like, what? Because that, that was the part they took up, remember? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, what? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This is exclusive for Vice News. This is this exclusive for their woke liberal audience. See, here's the thing. New York There's a difference between us and them. When we bring a guest on, we show them respect. Hey, what do you not want to be asked, etc. We never try to make our guests look bad. Them, on the other hand, try to use us to virtue signal, which then they go ahead and agree with a lot of our points later. But that's a whole other thing. At the end, he's like, yo. The, um, are you sure he wants to put that out blah 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 because you know whatever the reality is this we made y'all look stupid because we didn't agree or concede with any of your points and you guys couldn't back up your claims and you started you looked really emotional and feminine and, and what he did was he cut out a part where the dude the black dude in the back interjected in the conversation was talking about well don't you teach men how to coerce women and I went ahead and debunked that little thing and they cut that out and the reason why Andrew cut that out is because his people look stupid and he didn't oh, put out the full bad. interview that's yeah. bad yeah. And that's, that's the truth, and a lot of people don't know that. So flagrant, very unprofessional in that situation. We would never do that to them. If we brought them on, even if we disagreed or we didn't yeah, like exactly, something, yeah. I would talk about them about that off air. But for them to do that, try to blindside us, which we kind of saw it coming in the, in the beginning when they started their line of questioning and how they were being emotional and stuff. They were trying to virtue signal, which is hilarious to me because Akash made very similar, if not worse, statements during a stand-up comic thing. So you're telling me y'all can make jokes, but we can't fuck yeah. you guys. What's the coerced women? What was their argument? So he, so he was saying, uh, the dude in the back, I forget his name, he's an ass clown. He goes ahead. 
Yeah, I don't care anymore. We hit a million subscribers. Fuck all these guys. Like, <laughs> I, I, can, I bet my tongue, right, on a lot of this stuff with a lot of our haters that talk shit. After we hit a million, all y'all can go suck a dick. I really don't give a shit anymore. <laughs> so my thing is this. The dude in the back made a comment. Well, don't you teach guys how to coerce women into sex or some bullshit like that? He tried to insinuate that. And then I was like, oh, really? And then I went ahead and just explained to him what does that, that even game. What coerce women into sex? He's trying to say that being an attractive guy and using games to your advantage is coercing women. Basically, manipulation, basically. Yeah. And he's lover trying to. Lover boy method bullshit. So, so in one sense, what's wrong with being a lover boy? That's what I don't, I don't, I, honestly, tell me anyone in society who doesn't lie to get what they want. Dude, Girls here's the problem with these liberals. Did you get that? Did you even say anything about lying, though? Let me, here's the problem with these liberals. In, like, uh, in one end. Hustling. In one end, they want to say women are creatures of agency. They can make their own decisions. They're equal to men. That's in one sentence. Then on the other end, now you want to go ahead and sit there and take accountability away from them and say that yeah. they're impressionable creatures that can be tricked and fooled. Which one is it? Are they strong and independent and capable of rational thought or are they stupid-ass bitches that can't make their own decisions? Yeah. That's the problem. They want to pick and choose when women are victims. So literally, honestly, the guys at Flagrant, put the fucking full interview out. Put it all out. Stop being bitches. You're going to try to sit here. Oh, no, we're going to cut it and chop it. Put the whole fucking interview out. And they're not going to do that. Yeah. They're not going to do that. And that was very unprofessional for them to do that. I've talked. This is the first time I've talked about it openly like that. But the reality is, is that yeah, we would never do that like, to them. The and they, they made themselves look like ass I was thinking, what is this? Like, it was like a, you're in court. I was like, what is this? A podcast or what? Like, you got an agenda? The guy was like this, trying to act cool on the camera, act tough. <laughs> no, but what kind of, like, don't invite someone then. You know what I'm saying? They yeah, tried to weird. they tried to virtual signal it backfired because we didn't stoop down to their level and be emotional whatever like we're like you know what? we're gonna be calm we're gonna respect your platform even though you guys aren't yeah, respecting us. I don't even think that they thought that hard about it. I think that they got indoctrinated by wokeness and New York City the liberal people. They probably saw a bunch of tweets hating on Fresh and Fit. It was pretty yeah. popular. And, to and honestly, I then. would gladly tell Andrew this to his face or Akash like, yo, what y'all did was not fucking cool, mm. right? I bit my tongue before because I was like, you know what? Let's just hit our million. A million. We're getting a lot of heat right now, a lot of hate, whatever. We hit our million. I don't give a fuck anymore. If I saw Andrew, I'll tell him this to his face. I'll tell Akash that to his face. I'm not scared of them. Like, what y'all did was super unprofessional and not cool. We would never do that to y'all. Never. Your, We've never your, done that to a guest. Your podcasts are funny, bro. Sometimes I watch it. It's like he looks set up that, that DJ academics when that girl went on him. <laughs> you weren't on the show, bro. Uh, <laughs> Big egg in the building. I can't <laughs> stop watching it, bro. You were even like, what is going <laughs> yeah, on here? I'm like, Damn. Bro, like, sometimes his stuff's funny, but bro, that was bad. <laughs> I gotta say, that was like a big L on his behalf. Yeah. No, like, you know? And then the people might say, oh, well, Myron, you kicked the girls off, whatever. I'm very respectful to the girls. Well, that's different like, the way you do it, but that was crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah, but like as another content creator, etc., you bring them in, etc. Like you, I would never do that to them. And then like the girls that we kick off, most of the time they take the clip of me just kicking them out. But dude, they've been, typically it's been like 45 minutes, hour and a half, etc., where the girls have been like annoying or hurting the quad of the show. So I got to kick them off. But people only see that clip like, oh my God, you're an asshole. It's like, no, you didn't see for like the past hour how the supporters are like, yo, get this girl out of here. Believe all clips. But right, guys, before we round up, I'm going to go past for all of you. Dylan. Tell the people where they can find you and just any kind of statement you'll leave with uh, the viewers. So you can find me uh, on YouTube, Dylan Madden, just type in my name, or on Twitter, at MoneybagLives, and free the tates. Yep. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Freshman CEO. Channel on YouTube is Fresh and Fit. Best podcast in Miami, number one for men's self-improvement. And once again, guys, uh, Free Top G, Innocent, Free Tristan Tate. Uh, love Dubai, love the food here, culture. Um, and once again, uh, God bless. Myron Gaines, once again, thank you for having me, man. This was an awesome show. Uh, Half of Fresh and Fit, get the book, Why Women Deserve Less, live right now, uh, so that you don't be a simp. And uh, yeah, man, check us out on Fresh and Fit on YouTube and then also on Rumble. And yeah, man, shout out to Dubai. This is a great place. I love it. And most importantly, free Andrew, free Tristan. 
free the squad. Amen. You can find me on the, the creativitykit.com. That's where all my videos that were deleted are. And also that's where you could find a red pill community if you want to go and chat with people that are on the similar wavelength and want to make it out and want to find ways to make money online. I have seven professors in there. I'm in there. I have a, a call once a week and I'm adding videos on there regularly. And I stream every single day, 8 p.m. Eastern time, rumble.com slash Nico. I'm canceled. So you actively need to go and find the information out there. Don't let YouTube and Twitch run your social media pages. These apps, these alternative places are where you should be getting information. Rumble's great. It's getting better every single day. So go check us out there. And I would even, uh, shout out to Fresh and Fits Rumble as well. And your Rumble. I saw you, you yeah, just said every page. Especially for tight. It, it, did, it did really well. It did really well. Rumble is where you're going to find the truth. You're not going to find yeah. the truth. Like Obviously, they try to censor it. They don't want you to know what's going on. They need social media platforms to make you dumber, weaker, slower, stupid, more feminized. It's, it's nonsense. So if you're going to go and actively look at this all day and not seek out information that's going to make you better, then you're just wasting your own time. Guys, appreciate it. Thank you so much for being here. I know you had a mad schedule. And guys, inshallah, the next time you'll see us all together, Andrew and Tristan will be here. I promise you. We're going to do the craziest podcast ever. I think what better would it be with all the Avengers in one to yeah. when they come out, inshallah. Absolutely. So, uh, and I don't care. I think Beyond Freshies or Sneeko's, um podcast for me. Just we want the brother back and uh, appreciate you guys. I'll put all their links, tags, so you can watch some of the content we're talking about so you understand the context of some of these uh, podcasts. And uh, stay tuned for the next episode. Thank you.